everybody, it is that time. Are we ready to begin? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking Trek. It's time for us to put our thinking caps on. What could Scopely possibly have in store for us in just, what, two short days? Maintenance has been announced Tuesday morning. And you can count on the crew, the entire staff, and all the contributors from Talking Track to be there with you. 4 a.m. bright and early Tuesday morning. Now it's going to be a long day. Uh, let's find out who's hanging out with us here today to think about the future. Talking Trek Service Sound Off is on live. Data Systems is kicking us off. Server 27, thank you. Hey there, uh, Beaver Beaver. Beaver? <laughs> on 181, thank you. Demolition Dude, 146. Rumpel on 138. Vulcan Death Rip on 14. Thank you. The Aardvark on 26. Rotifer, Server 17. Butcher Boy on 172. <laughs> Smelly Wet Fark. Far Lord Farquaad, thank you. Your names never cease to entertain. Server 146, Gallum on 21, Stradalorian on 9. Free to play, Ops 44, Dekix is in the house. Welcome, appreciate it. Zakara on 136. Uh, Tabby Moses, Server 20, thank you. 7 of 9 on 146. Scrappy, Server 137, Boaz on the Remus server, that's 14. Thank you. Spannon on 8. Bills Mafia, 32. Shadow Raven on 31. Jerry Ryan, 146. Late to the party on Server 50. Ivana Vaughn on 136, Subcommander 32. Joker on 16 and exhausted have no idea why <laughs> I, I might also be extremely tired might have something to do with us playing video games together until 4 o'clock in the morning I have no idea maybe hey send on 56 what's up commander Taylor on 192 thank you Raxadar server 8 Evil Dragonfly, server 24, Bernard on 28, Tigara on 40, Jayberg 32, Archangel on uh, server 35, thank you, the Young Ducat on 38, Divine European 164, thank you, uh, Ibeglin on 32, Jazzmeister 167, what's up, be ready on 196, thank you, Tin Man on 63, there can only be one on server 38, Red Rex on 17, Biggs on server 20, thank you, Housekeeping, Iron Man Jr. here, checking in at level 50, bro. And Hani on uh, server 10. Shreckage on server 48. And the list goes on. 42 additional messages. Not too awful shabby, Bubba Joe, for it to be the middle of the day on a holiday weekend on a Sunday. Like, it's even the middle of the holiday weekend, right? Because people might be traveling. People might be cooking out today. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. Happy uh, Labor Day weekend, everybody. I uh, appreciate you guys spending a few hours with us here. Bubba Joe, happy holiday weekend to you, sir. How are you? 
I'm doing pretty well. Happy holidays to you as well. I appreciate it. Um, what what are you uh, what are you doing this weekend? You doing anything special to celebrate uh, working well, folks everywhere? Got me playing a new game. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying a minute ago. Um, <laughs> no, nothing else. I got no other plans. I got, I got no plans. <laughs> I'm not doing anything other than staring at a screen way longer than I should be, folks. Let me. I'll say this, Bubba Joe. All right, I'll say this before we get into our news headlines. Never once, I, I uh, you know what? I take that back. I did once, one time. And after I did that, I swore I would never do it again. One time in the last three years, I have stayed up till 4 a.m. playing Star Trek Fleet Command. One time, Bubba Joe. And I can tell you what happened. I can tell you when it was. It was the when Green Data first came out, when there were three nodes in Yarda. All right. And and there was an alliance leaderboard for mining data. All right. That I remember I pulled like it was almost 72. It was a 72 hour event, Bubba Joe. But I remember sleeping like 20 minutes at a time, 30 minutes at a time, setting alarms around the clock, Bubba Joe, to mine green data and win an alliance mining event. I swore after that happened, I would never, ever, ever do that again. That's extreme. Uh, do you remember when we had the uh, the six hour kill a bunch of hostiles and it reset every six hours? Had okay rewards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I set alarms to do that so I could, you know, in the middle of my sleep, I'd get up and do that. And I also remember setting alarms for the triple event, which, by the way, I know a lot of people are I kind of didn't really like, but that was such a fun event and it was so just completely random. And yeah, if you didn't get a good pull in the first one, like me. You were kind of out of it the rest of the way, but it was just completely random the whole way, and I loved it. Well, you know, it was a fun event. It was quirky. It was goofy, uh, and and it was good. I mean, I, I got no problems with that event. I, I thought it was good. I mean, obviously, you did have the the lucky pull thing in the very beginning, and and you were screwed in the leaderboard. But but the rewards were good. The tribbles are what you were after, and it was a goofy narrative. Uh, it was a quirky event, and arguably extremely generous <laughs> guys do you remember let's go back let's talk about one of the most influential officers in the pve game all right one of the most not the most but certainly in the top probably five or maybe top 10 is the board Tribble, 10 of 10 all right do you realize bubba joe like we talk about sometimes scopely missing the mark or we talk about sometimes you know sourcing is all off but do you realize that thousands upon thousands of people Unlock 10 of 10 for free with that event. The Borg Tribble April Fool's Day event. As a matter of fact, the Tribble was released as an April Fool's joke. Now, clearly, Scopely totally knew what the design of that officer was going to do. All right? There's no doubt that, that they didn't intend to make that officer good. All right? But... We all thought it was a joke when it first came out. Jesse, let me take you back. Let's go all the way back to April 1st, 2019, Super Jesse. And you saw the avatar. You saw the image of 10 of 10 pop up in the game. What was your first reaction? Your very first reaction to that officer? Oh, what a troll, right? Oh, Jesse, you and your daggone phone orientation. Uh, let's go over. Let's go to V-Ready. V-Ready, I know you were playing the game at that point. 
What was it that yeah, you saw? When you saw that officer, the first gut reaction that you had, the first thing. Was, what? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Everybody did that. What? What are, what are you talking about? Uh, thousands of players earned that uh, earned that one. Jesse, uh, let me come back to you. You you were trying to answer the question when you saw that Borg triple pop up. It was it was a weird reaction, right? Like, what is going on? Why? I mean, obviously, hey, I, I, April Fools, right? Yep, Jesse's struggling today. <laughs> Gonna have to come back to Jesse. Uh, anyway, long story short, it was a it was a crazy, quirky, fun event. And uh, and I appreciate Bubba kind of taking us down memory lane already, Bubba. You know what? I've set a horrible precedent. I've set a horrible precedent, Bubba. The last couple of months, I've done a show based on indirectly kind of hinting and teasing at what may come. I promise I did not do that today. <laughs> okay. I promise I did not do that today. As a matter of fact, well, Bubba. And if you did, I was not in on it. So don't expect the Tribble event. That's not what we're getting to. <laughs> a whole arc all about Tribbles. All right. You're just uh, going to troll me again, DJs. I just know it. Uh, you, you know, Pro- yeah, Apollo says promises will be broken today. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. No, actually, what started the conversation, what started the conversation was all night timers. And, and Bubba said he did it for the triple event. I did it for the, the data mining when the Augment first came out. And the, the only reason I bring it up, the reason it's pertinent, is perhaps, Bubba Joe, perhaps handy, perhaps there are a handful of us here that may or may not have totally fed a brand new addiction last night. It was like, I, I don't want to equate this to doing anything dangerous or illegal, but it was like tasting crack cocaine for the very f- not to, by the way, I've never tasted crack cocaine. I have no idea. Do you taste crack cocaine? I don't, I don't even know if you, like, obviously I'm not a crack cocaine user. Okay. I don't know anything, about, but, but it's like, it's like the very first time. And it's just like, oh, gotta get more. Gotta have more, more. I was up until four o'clock in the morning playing a video game last night. <laughs> I am dead tired today. I'm beat. All right, super beat. Um, anyway, we got a lot of <laughs> divine. It's terrible. Uh, that's it's a right. Good game, though. Uh, it's a it good is. Game. It's been a fun game. Golly. Uh, we'll, we'll. I'm enjoying it. Quite a bit. Yeah, I've enjoyed it more than I wanted to, to be honest with you. Uh, Sorry. Sorry, Fleet Commanders. Sorry, Scopely. Talking about a different game on a Fleet Command (laughs) podcast. Anyway, uh, Divine does point out something interesting. Uh Uh-oh, Bubba Joe. You know what starts with the letter T? You're indeed correct. Tribbles start with the letter T. (laughs) They do indeed. true statement. That is a true statement. Perhaps... That is something that we can dive into today, Bubba Joe, as today is all about what is coming in. (laughs) See, told you, absolutely no crack cocaine over here. Just tons and tons of weed. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to check in with news headlines from across the world. Let's go. Stupid. It's time for your stupid news headlines. Young Ducat, that's funny. He says tears. Tears, in fact. Tears of sadness, tears of angst do, in fact, start with the letter T. (laughs) That's right. It's a hairball. 
from your friendly neighborhood cat person. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, checking in all around, man, Hurricane Ida. What a devastating thing. Uh, if you are a, an individual or a part of a family affected by the horrific losses associated with Hurricane Ida, then our absolute prayers and positive vibes and thoughts go out to you. It's absolutely insane. As a matter of fact, I mean, this is crazy. Hurricane Ida affecting large swaths of, of the United States. Newark Liberty International Airport canceled hundreds of flights on Thursday as the travel hub dealt with flooding all the way up in New Jersey. Flooding caused by the remnants of Hurricane Ida. So if you're trying to go to Newark, uh, you're going to have to do it the old-fashioned way through bad luck and poor choices. <laughs> That's how you get into New Jersey these days. Um, it also left uh, a resounding footprint in New York City where subway systems and streets were completely flooded, Bubba Joe, with, with water, with water, not urine or feces, just, just water. Uh, it, was, it was actually kind of a crazy, wild scene in New York City, all the way up there, garbage everywhere, human waste and needles all over the place, and then Hurricane Ida happens. Okay, so... <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Uh, but yeah, no joking aside, obviously affecting tens, hundreds of thousands of people. Please, I hope everybody is, is doing well and and uh, at least protecting uh, what whatever it is that you're trying to protect if you are affected by the devastating hurricane item. Uh, handy, handy. We are avid fans of Star Trek Fleet Command, which means we rely heavily on our uh, sources of alcohol. Bud Light is in the news, releasing a variety pack, and I thought of you, Handy, releasing oh, yeah. a new variety pack of a new <laughs> hard seltzer with flavors huh? such as pumpkin spice and toasted marshmallow to help you celebrate the fall. Yes. <laughs> Bud Light coming out with pumpkin spice seltzers and marshmallow seltzers. Uh, to, to celebrate the fall season. And when I say th the fall, I mean of Western civilization, I think is what I'm actually referring to. Yeah, Bud Light and their pumpkin spice beer there. Um, actually, true talk. Have you ever had like a good German pumpkin spice beer, like Oktoberfest? There's a pumpkin spice beer that actually is not bad. I don't know about a hard seltzer, Handy. Might take a pass on the seltzer. There is good good pumpkin spice beer out there. I think I'm going to go run out and buy a pack. You know, I like packs. Yeah, please use my creator code when you do that, okay? And that's right. <laughs> Handy likes packs. I just got that. See, I'm a little slow on the uptake today, Handy. That's because he's a level 50, bro. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> that's your own punchline there. Facing a shortage of delivery drivers, Amazon is now emphasizing, V-Ready, that it will no longer screen job lab applicants for marijuana use. All right, great news, everybody. Amazon has now removed testing negative for Amazon, or for testing negative for Amazon, testing negative for marijuana from uh, their intake interview. Their slogan is now, the pay isn't high, but you sure can be. Go and drive for Amazon today. Uh, let's see, what else we got? In a new interview, Naomi Campbell. Uh, she's, a, she's a model, right? She like a supermodel? Naomi Campbell says she has sacrificed finding her soulmate in lieu of her career. Yeah, longtime fans of Campbell say that they're shocked to learn that she actually has a soul, <laughs> which I guess is arguable one way or the other. But yeah, uh, yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty girl. Yep, it's giving up on finding a soulmate. Be ready. Listen, she she's given up. This is your chance, buddy. 
Okay? She's given up on finding love. She'll settle for anything at this point. Guys, this is your chance. It's your chance. Get in there. Bill Belichick uh, is in the news today saying that the Patriots did not cut quarterback Cam Newton because of a controversy surrounding his vaccination status. Personally, I don't believe it, Bill. Okay? I don't believe you. Because between Randy Moss, Chad Johnson, Aaron Hernandez, Patriots have a long history of always taking pricks. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> oh, that deserved two. Uh, yeah, there you go. The prick is like the needle, right? The vaccination. That's the joke. Those pricks. Very funny. Two meanings. Double entendre. Funny Are you sure stuff. that was very funny? I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I chuckled. I, that's why. I, that's why I finished out with that one, man. I felt like it was pretty solid. Like that was that was my that was my closing joke right there. Taking pricks. All right. Uh, <laughs> welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ask the Pod. We actually did this once already, Bubba Joe. We did this a couple weeks ago. Actually, went really really well. Today we're gonna we're gonna put a small little twist on it. All right, put a, a small little twist on it. Uh, we are going to ask uh, or answer questions. All right, if you got questions, whether it be about mechanics, events, any of that stuff, nothing off limits today. Uh, we will get into to whatever questions you may have, but in an effort to steer the conversation, in an effort to to get us started, if you will, Bubba Joe, just to, to kind of have something to fall back on, uh, we had the idea, I say we, uh, our contributions team, our, our contributors team, uh, thank you, by the way, to those volunteers, uh, Super Jesse came up and says, listen, I would really, really like uh, to, to focus in on something. We have not spent a lot of time, Jesse, uh, talking about the hints that have been given. Usually, there's almost an entire after show regarding hints that uh, have been provided on the show as to what they could possibly mean or what uh, could be coming. As a matter of fact, the only hint that we have given so far this uh, period between the arcs, it has been related to revisiting a previous feature. All right. So we could talk about these past features, talk about all these past arcs, similarities that we see to content that's going on right now, uh, the hints that we've gotten and what we think could actually become. Jesse, this was your suggestion to kind of get the show kicked off. So let me give you the stage for a second. All right. Spend a couple of minutes and let's talk about it. you clearly had an idea about where you wanted to take this conversation. What is uh, the, the hint that you've already heard? What is your interpretation of that and then we'll uh, we'll come around the panel and uh, and see what you guys think and maybe we can uh, we can try to hash something out here all right super jesse level 49 bro us server 36 welcome to the stage what do you got mm-hmm matt jesse's struggling today with that discord um arrow server 42 let me come over to you welcome to the stage appreciate you being here uh, Arrow STFC, you've heard the hint. You have uh, you've done a little bit of, of cutting into it. And you've done a little bit of dissection. Do you uh, do you actually have any uh, any ideas, any theories of your own over there on server forty two? Arrow, you're muted. But Bubba, we're off to a bad start. <laughs> we're, we're off to a real good start. Our con our contributors today are are like on point. Uh, Jesse, we're doing it live. We're doing a lot. Jesse, are you back? Can you hear me? Hey, there he is. There he is. Jesse, oh, good God. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your your decision making process behind uh, where you wanted to start with the show today. All right. So 
the hits kind of drove me into this direction here because you mentioned that previous mistakes are now being redacted or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, let's look into the past because, you know, we, we've had some similarities across the arcs and stuff like that. And, I, you know, with the pe- previous two arcs, they kind of looked like a rinse and repeat type of deal. And that kind of got me thinking, because, you know, as a developer, it takes time to make some really good content, right? So maybe this arc, they got something really special planned for us. And, uh, you know, the, the, the hints themselves, you know, I, I, hold on, I don't, I don't know. You, you go, go with that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's a lot going on in my mind about it right now. Well, there is. There, there's a lot that we that we could look at at breaking into, and of course, as always, Bubba Joe, I gotta be I gotta be somewhat careful here because I can't I can't contribute to this conversation. I can drive y'all, all right. I can I can steer y'all y'all in a in a particular direction, but I cannot actually agree or disagree. It's too late for me. I know what's coming, Bubba Joe. Uh, your response to Arrow. Uh, or sorry, your response to uh, to Super Jesse there. What uh, did the hint mean to you? Well, so there's been a lot of things we've talked about. You know, I can't, you know, unfortunately, I can't think of the last time there wasn't a new feature that didn't have some sort of flaw on its introduction. Now, some of those have been adjusted, like, you know, uh, you know, for the longest time, Swarm was kind of irrelevant, right? And then we get the Franklin A, and now Swarm matters, um, but upon release, it seems like just about everything has some sort of flaws. Deep Space Armadas are not giving enough loot, or they're not, um, or they're too hard. I mean, so, so you know, if, if I was trying to figure out um, what could we, what, what, is a, what is something that, you know, I was trying to limit it. Like, what's something that is flawed that, you know, we could be improved upon? And I'm like, well, just about everything. That's the problem. So, so what is the most important thing? <laughs> you know, you're you're so right. I'm reading through the chat here. I'm reading through the chat. Uh, Blue Mandalorian uh, is trying to get me drunk. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, Jazzmeister says so. We're looking for mistakes that Scopely has made. Well, that narrows it down. <laughs> Blokeymon agrees. So many flaws, we have no idea which one. Right Turn Clyde is, is formulating a theory that is driving off the beaten path a little bit and says maybe, listen, maybe it's an arc just all about bug fixes. Uh, possible, I suppose. Um, and Hani says, but let's talk about is, our, uh, for example, Armadas, the Deep Space Armadas, is that a feature or a game mechanic? So you know what? That's a great a question, and Hani. Let's talk, about, let's talk about what is a feature. Okay, what is a feature in this game? Um, Arrow, welcome to the stage. Uh, let's go back uh, maybe five or six months. Let's, let's dig in, okay? Last month, Arc 4, we had Exocomps. That's the feature, okay? In March, uh, not March, uh, in Arc 3, we had the Meridian. That was a feature. You guys got to help me out. Arc 2 was... What was Arc 2's feature? Oh, that was Deep Space Armadas. That was, and, and I would argue that that is a feature. That was something that was introduced into the game. Um, not necessarily a mechanic, uh, because the mechanic of Armadas have always been there, but, but the actual content itself, uh, Bubba Joe, Deep Space Armadas. Mm-hmm. Arc 1, away team's assignments. 
Okay, let's go back to April. What was the feature in April? Arguably, it was the Franklin A. All right, go back to March. See, now I'm starting to forget. Bubba Joe, what was the feature in March? That was the final arc of TOS. Uh, frustration. Frustration was the feature. It certainly was. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Um, let's see. We had ticketed events that were awful. Ticketed, ticketed the, events were, I guess, arguably the feature of February, right? That was something correct. brand new. Correct. That uh, was, yeah, but then they, they messed them all up in March. What was the feature in March? Mm. Doomsday, Doomsday Space. One. See, I don't know. You may be right, Dumatas, but was that a feature? I guess. I guess technically yeah. it was. I don't know. I, it was just a rinse repeat, though. It was yeah, just stepping before and a little bit different. Just worms. The Absolution Arc, Bennett. That was April. That was the Frank A. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember January or March. All right, I remember February, and I got April. I don't remember January or March. All right, must have been super impactful. <laughs> All right, so this is what we're talking about. Here's here's when, something when did, else. When so, did territory capture start? Territories was in October. All right, uh, sar- sarcophagus was December. Okay, um, um, discovery September. All right, uh, Stella month of June. All right, hang, hang on, DJ. Was Sarco December or November? It was definitely December. It's <laughs> for sure December. Remember, it was the it was the last minute ditch effort to take everybody's Christmas money for the most trash ship the game has ever seen. Uh, oh, buddy, I remember it like it was yesterday. Okay? I remember like it was yesterday. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sarko was for sure December. Because um, I was thinking that I was thinking that it was November for the Sarko and December when they added the particles to the territories. Maybe they both happened in the same month. Oh, God. I, th- I do think it was December. Uh, you're right. Bill's Mafia says second builder was a feature at one point and thank you january's feature was ship skins that's absolutely correct you had the constellation skin uh that was the feature uh ship customization as a whole was the feature in the month of january so summoning was introduced in september van i'm almost certain uh because it was relatively early in the disco arc i think maybe month two month two uh of disco which was september so uh, yeah, you got uh, you know you got a lot of you got a lot of different things, all right, that have presented as features in this game. The hint does specifically point towards one of these items. So let's look, all right. Mistakes of the past being redacted. Um, let's talk about what that could mean for January ship skins. Clearly, that's a really simple one. Could just mean that they're going to start sourcing them. That'd be great, right? Um, you look at well, April. Okay, go ahead, Bubba Joe. Well, I think that, uh, you know, based on the timeline of when Scopely kind of addresses things, so just thinking about that for a second usually takes them about a year. Um, and a mistake of the past, you know, maybe the mistake was that they announced that they were going to rotate services and territory capture, mm. and now they are going to be able to actually do that, something that they wanted to do but could, didn't have the technology to do. Absolutely. Very possible. And territory capture does start with a T. Territory capture does, in fact, start with a T, and I think it's no secret that it is the most broken feature in the game to date. I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, it is the most unplayable, most broken, most ridiculous feature 
that exist in practical gameplay. And I don't mean ridiculous as in it was a terrible idea. As a matter of fact, the idea is grand. The idea is beautiful, all right? But because, listen, let me ask you guys a question. All right, just out of curiosity, if there, if, if lag was fixed, if lag was fixed, all right, and I'm, I'm not saying that it is or isn't, but if the game worked perfectly, if one million players in a traditional sandbox MMO got together and was able to play on a single server, Arrow, let me ask you this question. If, on server 42, if the entire server could come in and play in a territory capture completely unaffected, you can go and do whatever you want. Anything you want inside a territory capture. No lag, no problems. Hit whomever you want. Chase whomever you want. No rubber banding. If the, if the feature worked perfectly, do you think it would solve some of the political drama that surrounds territory capture today? Uh, not on our server, no. You don't think it would solve a thing? No. I, I don't think so, no. Tell me why. <clears throat> I, we don't, I don't think we have an issue. We don't have that many contested territories. Okay, so let's incorporate Bubba Joe's idea into it. All right? If, if services started to rotate, if particles maybe started shuffling around, or, or just overall value increased in territory capture, Let, let's look at tying in the feature of exocomps. All right, not necessarily tying in the feature, but I mean, essentially, exocomps are buffs, just like we're getting from services. What if these services in territory capture ramped up? That was our big complaint, right, Bubba? That exocomps are not pronounced enough. Well, arguably, territory capture is temporary as well. And let's not forget, territory capture is not free, cheap, or easy. Because those part those services cost a ton, they cost a ton, right? I mean, you, you gotta you gotta grind out a lot of stuff. You gotta refine a lot of ISO. You gotta get a lot of parts to activate but these things. While they while they're not while they're temporary in the fact that they can go away, you could lose the territory, you could not activate it. They are more or less permanent. You don't have to remember to activate them. They are going to be there. Um, you know, so you have to work to keep it there. Sure, but. But it's, it's very much different than the consumable mechanic being temporary, which that is got a timer and you have to remember to activate it first and you have to, you know, so there's a lot of things you have to do there. Whereas the territory buffs are very much like research that is always there as long as you've activated it, you know, the one time a week. So <clears throat> let's, let's pretend for a second that we're, we're looking at buffs all the way across the board, all right, in the form of a temporary nature. All right, Bubba Joe, you're right. Really, only Commodores and Admirals have to remember about territory services. But let's say, for example, they redid all that. Okay, let's say that they yanked every service out there and redesigned the entire service system. Maybe some of them stay the same in their mechanic. Maybe some of the PvP ones get get looked at because I, I think we've even discovered, even with the exocomps, it's not PvP we're after. It is efficiency. It's grind. Let me ask you, Bubba Joe. If a three-star territory popped up on your server that had 
a, a, a service and then an advanced service, right? Because, you know, that's the three-star territories have two that are the same. Yep. You got the normal one and then you got the advanced one. Let's pretend. Let's pretend that the first service is a 100% loot bonus. And then the second advanced service is another 100% loot bonus. You mean to tell me, Arrow, that there wouldn't be a little bit of shuffling of feet going on over there on server 42? Oh, yeah. If they introduced something like that, I'm yes. sure everybody yes, would there would. <laughs> yes, would get there ridiculous. would. Let me ask you. Alliances who are part of 15 server coalitions, is that coalition going to start to go start to tense up a little bit because everybody wants that that service, right? It, because because you got the top 5 alliances that may be getting along right now. Maybe getting along right now, but then they come out and say, "Hey, you know, listen, alliance number 3, we we want that. <laughs> we want that." And then alliance number 1's like, "Well, well, okay, come and take it." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, do, do we think that if services were actually worth fighting for, that territory capture could get back to its roots? Andar says it's not good for server health. But, Andar, I kind of remind you, I kind of remind you, the entire point of territory was to focus the, the PvP aspect of the game. Mm -hmm. That's what everybody wanted. I mean, go back a year, folks. Go back a year. Listen to some of the some of the podcasts when we had PvP events, Bubba Joe. Like sit, galaxy wide. Like go kill, go kill people hunting gas. Remember? Right. I do. Okay. And the and the the constant feedback over that was give us a bubble, give us a place, give us an area where we can PvP freely that doesn't impact everything else in the game. Now, Rumpel says, who is everybody? Listen, arguably everybody. Rumpel, the PvEers didn't want to be targeted during their faction hunt. Imagine, God, you, you're not remembering, people. There were faction hunts. Faction hunts that ran alongside the same time as PvP events that were not limited to system. Okay, so people out grinding their faction hunt were at risk of being slaughtered by somebody 12 levels above them because they were engaging in a PvP event and you were just trying to do your faction hunt. Van says, oh man, those were the glory days, DJ. I loved it. Listen, I, did, I didn't mind it a ton either. I didn't mind it, okay? I, I, I had a good time with it, okay? I had a good time with it. Scaly says, let's make it worse, except they didn't. They gave you the bubble. They gave you the section of space where PvP should occur on a regular basis. And, and when I say everybody asked for it, I'm talking the PvPers. They wanted a place to go bash ships. And the PvEers said, we want them away from us. Okay? So when I say everybody, yeah, I mean pretty damn much everybody. Even the PvEers said, I want to be able to do my grind free of stress, free of looking over my shoulder, free of a level 50, bro, coming in and taking out my ship. Okay? Well, and even if it wasn't completely imbalanced, right, you know, you had the level 50s picking on a 39 or something, the, the crew you would use to hit hostiles is vastly different than the crew you would need to defend yourself.
yourself in PvP, so there wasn't any overlap. If the game was a little bit different and you could use your PvP crew to grind hostiles, um, then it wouldn't be as bad, right? Because you're at least defended. Maybe your ship's got a little bit of damage and you lose because of that. But Pike Moreau Chen can't do anything in PvP, right? Absolutely it does not. Almost nothing. And Absolutely that's the problem, not. right? If you if you had overlap there and your PvP crew was your hostile grinding crew, then then this type of event might not be terrible. You'd still have to kind of do some bracketing because you don't want the 50s beating up on the 33s. But, you, you know, you at least could do something. But it's because you are so completely outclassed just in crew alone that it makes the event unfun. Elias and Raxnar say it correctly. Elias says, the bubble... Yeah, DJ, you're fine. You're right about all this, except the bubble can't handle the PvP. Ding, ding. You're right. Lag. Lag, which drives me to my point that I was that I was speaking about just a minute ago. Ragsnar says, fair. Fine, DJ. PvP is great, but Scopely doesn't have any idea how to do this efficiently. I don't disagree. Don't disagree. So, that's why I kind of say, what if? All right. Hey, Marvel. Yes, no, I'm a huge Marvel fan giving up sleep because I love Marvel. Uh, Marvel's doing a whole what if right now, okay? Listen, Sylvie and Loki broke the timeline. Now we've got Captain uh, Captain European Union over there, okay? We got we got uh, Star-Lord as, as Prince T'Challa, King T'Challa, okay? We got what ifs. We got what ifs all over the place. What if, folks, you could stack... 10,000 ships in a territory capture and be able to play. Would you? Maybe not. What if the services actually made it so that there was something in there that was wildly game improving? Would you I don't then? think it would change much. I really don't. That's disappointing to hear. I can tell you, just, if there's a service out there that offers me a 200% loot bonus, I'm going after it. Look at it this way, though. There's still plenty of benefits to these, to the systems, to territory systems. There's still lots of benefits. There's still reasons for all the big alliances to want to be there. And for the most part, it's shaken up to the point where the top alliances got the choice systems already. And everybody else is filled in, and a lot of people are playing nice, being peaceful about it. But even if you put something that was like, oh my god, that's amazing, it would ha still have to be balanced, right? So you can't just put it in one place. You gotta put it in a few places, otherwise people get even sure. more angry. I'm cool with that too. So uh, if they I'm put cool it with in that a too. few so places, you're still gonna have the top alliance sitting on them, and everybody else going, oh... Gee, shucks, I can't go take that. Let's design the map so that you can't control the best of anything. Like, like let's well, put... Well, that would be interesting. Yeah, let, let's let's look, okay? Here, hang on a second. I'm going to pull up this map. I want to look at this, all right? Because five... You know what? And, and while we're at it, and I know this may be slightly unpopular, but, but follow my logic, I want to go here, all right? I want to change territory capture... So that you can only hold three. Three. Yep. Okay. Why would I say three? Because there's no way anyone alliance can hold. Oh, Clyde says boo. <laughs> now think about this. Let's, <laughs> let's follow it through. All right. Three services or, or three territories. All right. Now, he, hold on, IJ. He's like, what are you smoking? Listen. 
All right? Here's what I want to do. I want to triple the number of isogen nodes in all territories. Not just isogen, everything. I want to triple the number of nodes in all territories. All right? I want to improve the number of base slots in half the territories. Okay? Because I want players to be able to use the territories for what they are designed for, which is isogen, particles, blah, blah, blah. Okay? Well, but they're also designed to keep people from being raided. Now I think that's a side effect. Place. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's a. If that's an, a, a, a design Lots intent. People have been leaving the game because they get raided, and now all of a sudden TC comes out, and nobody's getting raided anymore. Well, okay. Oh no, that's not true. You I've can. Raided quite a few. Okay. Territory. Okay. How, How about this? We know, Jesse. I love that idea, Jesse. We have mechanics right now that exist in territory. So let me throw something at you right turn, Clyde. Clyde has been in my ear for months, probably two, three months. Get me more Max Cargo, DJ. God, you suck at your job. <laughs> That's what he says, okay? How about this? We've got mechanics that exist in, in territory. How about this? Guys, in territory, uh, they fixed the fog of war, okay? So now you can see. I mean, even though there's fog of war for everybody else, you can see it how about this you've got mechanics for ships on nodes how about this you've got pvp bracket lifted in territory a 50 can hit a 15 so right turn clyde what would be the harm in a service that offers the 500 percent cargo buff that everybody's been asking about all right you know, we keep saying bubba joe you can't have a miner scoop somebody of $25 million in one scoop. It cannot be done. It will break the game. It will ruin lives. Salty tears will flow, and players will quit, right? It can't happen. Well, you can't. You can't. You just have to significantly limit the PvP banding, right? So instead of a 50 being able to attack a 33, a 50 has got to be limited to, like, 45 and above or something like that okay but now i take a bunch of level 50s that won't want to play the game because they can't play with yeah them. i i I, I think there's an alternative to that bubba there's no pvp banding for ships in territory but i don't know if you've noticed handy you still can't attack a base outside of your of your pv band in territory right has anybody tried bubba joe have you tried tapping a 20 you can't okay you can Correct, hit a can. ship but you can't hit a base. So the normal PvP banning still applies. What if, right turn Clyde, we get you your 25 million scoop, but you have to warp raid in order to do it? Well, that becomes okay. more feasible. That becomes, slow it down. That becomes a, a, a possible scenario in which territory capture could now potentially be rateable again and you can yeah, do it a lot of people would like that you can do it because because we've got territory exclusive programming all right so how about a territory service bubba joe plus 500 percent to cargo in tc only <laughs> Captain Planet oh, yeah. says, Captain Planet says, oh my God, boot and loots would be horrendous. <laughs> You're right. All right. Boot and loot would be bad. Now, Svannon says, oh, don't worry. Guys, you can already do this. You can disco summon in territory, Svannon. I'm here to tell you, I have not yet met a player, and I know many deep pocketed players. 
I still haven't met a level 50 bro who raids with summoning via warp. Like, like summoning back and forth. No, I, I, no, no. The, the, the it's goo, so expensive. The goo is so expensive. Okay, you can't, you can't do that. All right. Now, you know, maybe getting in, maybe getting in and, and grabbing, you know, a scoop or two, maybe. Okay, sure. But, but <laughs> just doing like raiding billions that way. Whoa. All right. You're talking, you're talking hundreds of dollars in goo. All right. So. But you know what? There's a way to keep everybody happy. Now, you know what? I like what JD7, or sorry, Andar says, gosh, this, this probably shouldn't be a service, right? This probably should not be a service because only one or two alliances would get it. Andar, what if it was an exocomp? Then anybody can get it. I mean, Bubba Joe, if that was an exocomp, like Gregor says, a laser-focused exocomp that works only in TC, <laughs> now everybody has the chance to get to it. Boaz says, damn it, I would forget to trigger it before going. <laughs> yes. That, yes. That's you know what? Listen. Pretty significant flaw with exocomps, in my opinion. You know, I, listen, I may not disagree, but I mean, at the end of the day, you got to turn on the coffee pot before it makes coffee, folks. Okay. I mean, like, you, you're going to have, you got to start the car before you can put it in drive. Okay. Double Eagle says Exocomp would still be a pay to win. I, see, Eagle, I, I do largely disagree yeah. with that. Exocomps are not pay to win in any way, shape, or form. All right? I mean, you, what? fine. Make it so that that particular Exocomp doesn't exist in the pack. It's got to be RNG. Got to pick it up. All right? <laughs> Clueless one says that's why cold brew is awesome. Don't have to worry about turning on the pot. You still got to make the coffee and then you pour it over the ice, man. <laughs> Cold brew ain't just like dirt water, okay? You still got to brew it. All right. And by the way, by the way, I'm telling you guys, exocomps, not to drive off on a tangent here, but I have been, I've been trying really hard, and it's becoming a little bit more natural. All right. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I started uh, research. There was a 60 or a, a, a 25,000-point research this morning. All right. I had to finish two researches. I had to start another couple to get it done. I, I, all I had left was the 20% research speed, Bubba Joe. All right? But I had to rush three, four, five researches this morning to get to 25,000 points. All right? That 20% exocomp today probably saved me in the neighborhood of seven to 8,000 latinum today. And, and that is significant to me for today. Guess just you're just going to have to start getting it in your head. Okay? Got to start getting it in your head. How would you feel if you got on an airplane and you're getting ready to take off? All right, the seatbelt buckle light comes on. Everybody, you know, seat backs and trait tables in their proper and upright position. And then the pilot comes on and be like, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> Damn it, I forgot to start the engines. We're going to be about five more minutes, all right? I got to let everything roll up, but I, I just forgot. Who's getting the hell off that plane? <laughs> okay, I'm getting the hell off that plane. It needs to become a part of your habit. Just like for the Admirals and the Commodores have had since October. They got to remember. Guys, I don't remember us having this much complication and problem when we had to schedule defenses, when we had to make sure everybody showed up at the right time on the clock. You know, when we had to make sure that the entire alliance was showing up. And then when it was done, the Commodores or the Admiral had to go in and activate the services again. That is stuff that people got to remember. 
What if? What if everybody could get what they want? What if Clyde could get that cargo scoop, but he's limited in where he can use it? He's limit, he, he can't park next to somebody and scoop somebody of a billion every, every 60 seconds. That can't happen. But if he's got to take 60 seconds one way to warp, now it's balanced. Now it's a little bit more balanced. Because if he was parked next to somebody, Scalyback, territory capture is not a safe haven. It's not supposed to be a safe haven. It was never supposed to be a safe haven. As a matter of fact, territory capture, for most servers, even right here now today, is one of the most dangerous places on the map. You don't get to sit and float anywhere. If you forget you sent a ship somewhere, within seconds, it's dead. Territories are protected by the alliances who inhabit those systems. I kid you not. Bubba Joe, if I sent a ship to your territory, there is only one or two reasons why I would be there. Are either of them good for you? Nope. What are those reasons? You are there to hit uh, a base or you're there to hit one of our miners and steal some uh, OP cargo. I am there to do damage to one of your players. Yep. So is there any question with any alliance anywhere that if a blue ship shows up in there, is there any possible reason? Actually, there is one. Is there any, po- but it should be communicated in your AC. Is there any possible reason why a blue ship would show up unannounced that is good? No. People kill them. That's right, Caboose. Ships entering territory should be shot on sight. Now, Captain Planet, there's the good one, right? To clear zero nodes. You're exactly right. But my God, you better communicate that. All right? And by the way, even. Even if I fly into Bubba Joe's territory unannounced, he's still going to kill me. Now, if Bubba Joe sends me a message and says, hey, man, I got a bunch of goofballs over here. I got 10 G4 nodes and six of them are zero. Hey, good news, though. Now that I can scan my own team, I can tell you to to pay you for your trouble. There's one hundred and forty thousand overprotected. In the, in the system. So if you come in, you can take the cargo, clear up the nodes so I can do a little bit of mining. But then Bubba Joe's, Bubba Joe's going to go into his AC and say, hey, listen, DJ's is flying in to clear our zeros. He's going he's gonna to hit six nodes, and then he's going to disappear. Right? You got to communicate that, Bubba. Right? Yep. Yep. You got to tell your team, I got somebody coming in to clear our zeros, and then he's going to bounce. By the way, by the way, let's pretend Let's pretend for a second. I clear those zeros, and then I forget about something. Or I gotta go, gotta go change a diaper, or or gotta go take care of a bee sting. I'm here to tell you, this has happened to me. <laughs> I even got a message from the guy that that asked me to come in and clear his zeros. He's like, dude, dude, you shouldn't hang out here very long. <laughs> like you're sitting there idle. Like I can hold him off for a minute or so, and I died. I died, and he gave me time to get out. He did. He sent me two or three messages. I didn't have a, a, an attack notification until probably three minutes later. He gave me time. Even though I did him a favor, all right, I'm sitting there with a cargo hold completely full of the material that I just stole from somebody. Even though I did him a favor, he was like, dude, you, you should not sit here. Don't sit here. Not everybody's going to read the message. Not everybody's going to know. You are blue in TC. Get out. And I didn't, and I died. 
territory capture is arguably one of the most dangerous places you can put your base with a side benefit handy of it being more annoying to be raided. Let's balance that. Let's balance that. I guess, I guess every server is different. It's just on ours, nobody bothers trying to raid in territory. That's what, all. what if your miner can right. help? What, 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 your biggest miner, Handy? Five million? Six million? What's that? Your biggest miner. Total cargo. You got Ston, you got two of ten with Synergy. I think you can get it up to like eight, like max, max. All right, take it to 40. You going to mine in territory oh. now? But just to be clear, oh. my server, they, even now, any base that's unshielded, they get hit. <laughs> They could so, get hit, but raiding it raiding is tough. Raiding is tough. No, I they mean, do raid. There are 10, 20 people coming at a time, so by the time they get their chance, they're gone and come back anyway. Ah, maybe, but I mean, listen, if, if, if your alliance is paying attention, it's easily defendable. I mean, miners can be blown up by most warships. I mean, it, it's easy to defend. No, protected with they come with warships as well. I've seen the raids. They have like twenty warships there, and then they're going and scooping. Unless you can kill their warships, <laughs> yeah, you can try to kill their. Guess miners, what? But... Guess what? V ready. That is no different than any other system on this damn map. And if that player is not shielded, he deserves to be raided. Here's why players don't get raided in territory because it's freaking pain in the butt. I yeah. refuse to warp raid. I can't. It's too boring. It's too boring. But, I mean, and especially for 3 million every 60 seconds. No, no I'm just saying yeah. it's done. Some people are saying it's not done at all. I'm saying it's definitely done. Oh, oh yeah, for sure it is done. Absolutely. Okay, it's done. My alliance has raided somebody in the last week in territory. It can be done. It's just painstaking and obnoxious. It's super easy to defend. It's really difficult to get in there. You have to coordinate. You have to bring multiple ships. Guess what, folks? It is the truest definition of PvP. Actual online player versus player. Ships moving, dodging, attacking, crews, crewing for your targets. It is the actual definition of PvP. Not a floating warship and not a miner but defending your resources against attackers. Now, I'm not here to debate about how great and glorious PvP is. All right? You either love it or you hate it, and that's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying. But what I am saying is, let's make this feature, this section of the map, can it be something that can actually be relevant again? All right? And guys, <laughs> I'm shocked that I'm reading this, this commentary in the chat. Territory capture is not a safe place for your base. What are you thinking? For most servers, oh, it is. It, it shouldn't is. be. It shouldn't be. It wasn't intended to be that way. Well, it's just how it's shooken out. I mean, they could easily change it, but at the moment, most people are nice and comfy as a, you know what, in, in their little territories and they're just untouchable and you know what a lot, a lot of, of people, people saying you know what because of it's easily defendable because alliances are typically paying attention it is relatively safe blokemon fallopian divine a deal raxnar all agreeing it's a safe place to be a deal your comment says if you make this change people will move out all right 
Let me Maybe, ask but you. That's not in your will. Uh, is that a bad thing? Here's a here's a spin on it. What if it was a buff that allowed you to relocate into somebody's else somebody's territory? <laughs> you are <No. laughs> you're teetering on the edge of OP now, I think. Uh, and it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because I'm talking about I'm talking about an exocomp of 500% you know max cargo, but only specifically in TC. All right, but but now. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, that, that opens up a lot of problems. That opens up some camping problems. That opens up some, some grifter problems. I mean, that, that could even open up some issues when it comes to defense. Although, again, it could tip the scales. It could make it easier to take over a territory. I mean, golly. Well, I mean, a lot of people complained about the, like the top alliances controlling territory and stuff like that. Well, what if you were given the fair chance to relocate into their territory and uh, you know, contest them. Mm. That would that would definitely ruffle a lot of feathers. Yeah, Decix relocating an hour before. Yeah, Decix, a free to play player, free to play, says, "Hey, how about you just change a mechanic? How about you just inc- improve quality of life in TC and allow players to move in, but keep the mechanic that they cannot shield?" Oh yeah, that would that would be. That would be pretty awesome. That would tip the scales a little bit. Okay. But then they just leave. I mean, that, no. I mean, the whole idea of having a territory that you've fought for and defended and is yours means it is yours. Someone else cannot come in there unless they are flying a ship in there. They can't camp out in there. I, I, I cannot emphasize how much this is a terrible idea. That may be a bad Brother, idea. They can, though. Well, that's, that's true. Them, that's true. And that takes away your defender's advantage. I mean, it's, it's just... From a narrative perspective. Designed. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I mean, it, it's an interesting thought. And maybe, Bubba, it deserves further imagination. Because you're right, in and of itself... You can't just allow somebody to come in. That's that's your home base, right? Nobody right. nobody's just going to let somebody you know walk in and, and set up shop. Okay, that that can't happen. Although, <laughs> now again, now we're starting to really get way deep down the rabbit hole, Bubba Joe. But what if, guys? I take you back to an interview I did with Panic before Territory Capture ever came out. You guys remember what Panic's number one suggestion was for TC? as far as intruders go. His number one suggestion was that it would spawn impossibly difficult mobs to attack you if you were in another territory, meaning you could not stay still. You could not, you could not, you know, fly in and park or even with your base. I mean, imagine the game being able to target your base with NPCs, Bubba Joe. All right. So th- think about this. You move in to my territory and all of a sudden a, a 100 million power Borg cube from warp 185 is going to start attacking your base. All right. You can't shield. You're there because you're trying to disrupt me. But at the same time you're trying to disrupt me, you're taking on NPC attackers that may in fact actually crack your daggone base. And then I might scoop you. So. So I actually like this idea, not necessarily because uh, I want the PvP involved, but the idea of having an ultra-strong enemy that can come in and the alliance has to rally around and defend or you lose the territory or something like that, that sounds awesome. And like I said, we're, we're like 10 meters down into this rabbit hole, but 
How about a feature that needs improvement? Right? Let's talk about another one. All right? Let's talk about another one. Well, you're right, JD7. The feature, the whole thing. Okay? It needs improvement. It needs fixed. That's why I started talking about it. It is arguably the most broken thing in the game. Nobody can dispute it. And I mean, maybe, it's just plain just out broken. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, if territory capture became relevant again, maybe sarcophagus wouldn't be nearly as bad. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. That would be it. How interesting. How interesting. All right, let's talk about another feature. What's next on your list, Super Jesse? What's another feature that needs to be fixed? Actually, here, real quick, before I come to you. Sack Attack, welcome to our stage on our Ask the Pod. Do you have a question, or do you just want to, like, contribute to the conspiracy theories? <laughs> contribute to the conspiracies. Absolutely. Sack Attack, what do you got, buddy? Give us a thought. Um, how about instead of looking back and well, I mean, quality of life things they could really look at. I mean, there's a bunch of broken nodes all over the independent three-star systems that just have never been fixed. <laughs> well, you like mean 13. like mining nodes, mining nodes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, actually, even, there was one, even a takeover node in, uh, I think I want to say Barasa they had that was busted in alpha or something that was, you could never get on at least on server 15. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few that are messed up. Uh, but the crazy thing is they've got a script that'll fix that. They've got a script that'll fix it. They just don't run it but once a year. Uh, so, yeah, don't, uh, don't exactly go on, uh, know what's going on there. John Trek. Uh, John, welcome to our stage. Thank you, Sack. Appreciate your comments there. John Trek, welcome to the stage. Uh, what have you got on potential features, actual game uh, like content ideas that have been introduced into the game that need work john trek welcome to the stage of talking trek what do you got you're muted got to unmute bum, bum, bum. jesse will come over to you in the meantime while john's trying to get himself sorted there jesse what's next on your list uh i was thinking what they might be doing is actually introducing more transporter pattern officers okay that is actually a really really old feature nothing per se wrong with that as far as a bug uh just needs just needs refreshing although you know i guess you go back to the hint it didn't say anything about bugs just says that that what was it bubba errors of the past are going to be redacted or something like that maybe that means that that they're going to shuffle up the tp store that's certainly possible bubba we we talk about this and it's like they dangle a carrot they drop a breadcrumb every six months well like when, when we got and scopely i want you to hear this when you dropped Eurydice and the MUDs and the transporter store, literally that month, you promised that you had a plan for that that was going to keep it constant and fresh. When did we get the MUDs in the store? I, I'm pretty sure it's been close to six months now. And Scopely, this is the problem. This is why your community can't trust you when it comes to new content. You literally came out after ignoring a busted piece of content for a year, you came out and said, listen, we're going to freshen it up, and further, we're going to keep it fresh. Well, Scopely, I double-dog dare you. Take a nice, 
perfect, round, fuzzy peach. Juicy, perfect, out of the Georgian sun. And set it on your kitchen counter. And come back in three months and tell me if it's still juicy and firm and ripe and ready to eat. Or is it a steaming pile of mush with flies and maggots all over it? Hello? That is how we feel when you forget things. It becomes a steaming pile of poop. Well, you remember back when uh, 6 of 10 first came out and they offered a transporter pack or a transporter uh, pattern exchange for, I think it was like 100 shards of 6 of 10? It was less than that. It was 36,000 transporter patterns for 100 shards. Yep. And, I mean, that that would be awesome if they brought some of that back. As a matter Just of fact, it was, a, it was a Father's Day special is what it was. It came out on Father's Day weekend. It lasted for what, Bubba Joe? 72 hours, maybe? And then, it was, and then it was gone. But thankfully, 6 of 10 stayed, which was arguably a very good thing. It was a very good thing. Hey, Scopely, offer, offer a special every month or two. How about you hook me up with 100 shards of Michael Burnham for 36000 you know? Well, and not only and not only that, I mean, this could be a means that they could use to help people uh, unlock the officer. Right. And, and, you know, I mean, that's what they're trying to do. Right. With that is that they allowed you to unlock the officer if you hadn't unlocked it before. It's a one time thing. It's not like you can continue to use that rate. But again, we've talked about how officers need to be able to be unlockable, you know, difficult to upgrade, you know, easy to unlock. And this could be a method towards that. Right. But they're just going to have deals in the transport order store that you know six months after something comes out you have the ability to unlock an officer absolutely yep. i mean and and again like like somebody like young ducat says how about a how about a flash sale every now and then how about a closeout special all right like and, and and honestly here's how you do it all right here's how you do it scopely i mean if you want to be if you want to be sneaky about it i'm even okay with that because hey baba joe what's my number one piece of recommendation on transporter patterns Always keep a little buffer, right? Always keep a little bit of a buffer. Mm-hmm. Like, like after we saw Borg 6 of 10, I said, listen, you should, just in case, just in case this were to ever happen again, keep yourself with about 30, 40, 50,000 transporter patterns, no matter what, all the time. I mean, even if you're free to play and you get them really slow, and I get that, I understand that. But you'd always, always keep yourself with a little bit of a buffer. Always keep just, just a little bit in there in case they do something crazy. All right, so so here's what you do, okay? Offer two or three more officers in the transporter store. How about GG, Michael Burnham, and Lorca? Actually, Michael Burnham, is Michael Burnham in there? No, she's not. All right, let's move forward three months. As a matter of fact, it's been three months. May 26th, thank you, Shinjo. May 26th, today is September 5th. It has been three months and 11 days. It's time, it's time. Next group, please. Next disco crew, please step forward. Gigi, Lorca, Michael Barnum. Throw them in there. But you know what? Go ahead. It's okay. Let people let people spend millions of transporter patterns on them little officers right there. Get you let them spend it. Bubba Joe, how many how many transporter patterns are you sitting on right now? Uh, six hundred thousand. Really? That's it. 
Uh, well, amateur. I Handy. Just did recently <laughs> match my second mud. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. Handy. What, what about you? How many transporter packs? I'm, I'm sitting. I think I'm sitting on even less. What? What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> you know I, what? I'm no, I get it. No, I know. So here's here's the thing. Let me first say I do get it. No, they're not. I was yeah. Fog's got five million. I get it. I'll tell you why I've been a little bit more careful. Okay, and Bubba and Handy, you're both level 50s. I actually may understand your situation. You guys are maxing officers because you need stats for things Correct. like away teams assignments and your level 50 ships because you need the stats to get to that 600%. So I get it. I get it. I understand why you're maxing those officers. I've been a little bit more careful. I'll tell you why. From a Yeah, I know. I'm pattern shaming. Listen to that. Bubba, neener, neener. <laughs> Kidding. Um, <laughs> you got to be a little bit careful, folks. Got to be a little bit careful. And again, different strategies for different players. If you're if you're a relatively low spend, you do want to be a little bit careful. Here's why I haven't, Bubba Joe. I am trying to continue to to allocate my independent credits towards my Borgies. Okay, so as a matter of fact, oh, I've got a. I think I don't remember if uh, if you saw the screenshot that I posted earlier this morning. Man, Scopely is just teasing the hell out of me right now. Teasing the hell out of me. Let me show you guys. I'll put this in the graphics room real quick, okay? Oh, God. Am I even going to find that? I'm not going to find it because it was just a screenshot. I'm one shard short of 5 of 10, Bubba Joe. One shard short away from promoting her to tier 4. One flipping shard. I have spent every recruit token I have. I have spent probably... 50,000 between premiums and ultras over the last week since the Borg event ended. All right. Borg event got me close. All right. One shard away. One. One. Oh, I already, tough, spent, I already spent everything that I earned in Faction Hunt. Trust me. Spent it all. Scopely is intentional. Like, they, they flagged my account. No 5 of 10 shards for DJs for like another three months. I have been trying since the Borg event every single... I am even spending Alliance credits on Ultra Recruit tokens. Now, again, listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, to, to brag. I'm just illustrating, like, I'm, I'm at that point. I know some people don't have her. Whoever's got the noise. John, sorry, buddy. That's, that's not working out. Uh, I know some people don't have her. I get it. Some people are looking for for uh, you know tier one unlock or tier two or whatever. All right, but everybody's got that story. Ragnar was talking about Jayla shards. Okay, zero for thirty five swarmatas before he got his first drop. It, it's a thing. This game knows. <laughs> All right, it knows. But man, I'm trying to get it. But back to my point, Bubba Joe. I don't have enough independent credits to do her and the next tier of my Eurydice, so i got to choose. i got to pick. I pick 5 of 10. So I haven't blown through all the transporter patterns on the, uh, on the mud officers yet because I know there's no sense in me, in me blowing that because I, I can't promote her for a while anyway, you know? So I, I understand that. that. That five minutes was all about I understand why you don't have any. You've been working on those epics. I, on the other hand, am holding them, waiting for maybe a 5 of 10 to show up or a Lorca. Oh, how thrilled would we be? 
I don't care if, listen, maybe I shouldn't say this out loud, Bubba. I don't care if Lorca cost 1,250 transporter patterns. I'd spend it. Maybe I should well, say, maybe I shouldn't you, I say mean, that real loud, but. I mean, Lorca and Gigi both. I mean, for me, it's Gigi, right? Because the Tribune needs burning as much as I, I can know, give it. I know, I know. I'm just saying. I mean, I, I know. But, I mean, think about it, guys. Listen, I sell cars. Okay, I sell cars, right, Bubba? Listen, when a customer comes into my office, all right, you know what they've done up to that point? Up to that point, they've told the salesperson that they want that brand new F-150, the one with the $50,000 price tag. They tell the salesperson, I'm looking to be about three three $350 a month, right? That's stupid. That's stupid, right, Bubba Joe? I mean, you can't buy a $50,000 truck for $300 a month, all right? You're either right. ignorant or you're playing a game. You don't actually expect to buy that thing for $300 a month. You know what it's going to cost you. So you walk into the finance office, you go in to meet with the banker, all right? <coughs> you're not going to tell him $300 a month because you don't want to look like an idiot because you right. would, by the way. Just FYI, any of you guys going to buy a $50,000 vehicle and you tell the banker you want your payment to be three hundred, unless you're putting down about twenty five grand, GTFO. Right? Like, I, I might even laugh at you. I mean, I, I'm not going to intentionally laugh at you. I'm going to accidentally burst into laughter because you're dead serious. And then I'm going to be like, oh, okay, sorry. Um, so how many tens of thousands of dollars were you going to put down? All right? I, I'm serious. The point is, I'm not going to tell Scopely that I refuse to pay. I mean, I, I might even. I'll tell Scopely, I refuse to pay unless it's $1,000 or 1,000 shards. Sh- shoot, 1,000 transporter patterns per shard. That's it, Scopely, hard pass. But you know what? Really? Like, in the back of my mind, I'm willing to drop some major coin on that. Like, because I freaking want it. Right? Bubba Joe, if, if right now Lorca presented at 1,000 transporter patterns per shard, you're actually thrilled to death it's a better deal than you expected Mm -hmm. but no scaly i'm not talking about paying i'm not talking about coin not real money i'm talking about the transporter patterns that i saved up okay the transporter patterns that i've saved up like i'm willing to pay a little bit more for an officer that really makes a difference what what would you be willing to pay scaly in currency transporter patterns no, Divine, they're not 11,000. I mean, it's 11,000 for 10. They're 1,100, okay? Vankman, 15. Listen, I don't even want to get down this path. I don't want to give them any ideas. All I'm saying is we build value in what we want, right? I'll just leave it right there. We, it's like, it's like collecting baseball cards. I was telling this to somebody on, on, on uh, something the other night. I think we were just kind of hanging out. I've got a buddy of mine, a personal friend, a personal friend who deals in major collectible baseball cards. As a matter of fact, he just got a baseball card. I don't know how he acquired it. I don't know what he does. And I don't know who he sells it to. All right? But the guy who bought it, let me just tell you a quick story. The guy who bought this $25,000 baseball card flew a helicopter to my dealership, landed in the parking lot. They did their transaction, and he left. One card, twenty-five grand. Okay, that guy who flew out in a helicopter to buy this one baseball card clearly saw value in it for him. 
Don't ask me, Venkman. I have no idea what the card was. Guy doesn't talk about it. I mean, he was at work. Like, this is his hobby thing. This is his side thing. No, it was an actual baseball card. No, Joker, we don't have a helipad. That's the point. He flew. My parking lot's a little bit empty right now, (laughs) admittedly. All right. He flew a helicopter. He called ahead and said, hey, listen, I'm bringing my chopper. Can you you clear a little spot for me to land? We only had to move like three cars, Bubba Joe. All right. We we had a place for him to sit down. All right. We had a place for him to sit down. But I'm telling you. And so for anybody who's out there who collects cards and knows anything about this, he had this card sent off and rated and it was actually graded as a 10. All right. For those of you who know anything about it, that same card, for example, Bubba Joe, if it had been a nine would have been still valuable, but probably worth, uh, he told me probably in the neighborhood of seven to nine thousand dollars if it had graded as a nine. All right, but because it graded at a 10, it, it was actually the person who graded it said that it should sell for about 30. All right, my buddy got rid of it for 25 because he was like, who am I going to find? Who, what buyer is going to come and offer me 30 grand? Well, clearly somebody who was willing to spend 25 plus the expenses of flying a freaking helicopter. He was like, I'll take my 25 because I didn't pay that much for it. I got it by accident. He's like, I'll take my 25 and roll. Same thing. We build value in what we want. All right? Just like Handy and Bubba Joe are working on the mud officers because they need them for ATAs and they need them for their epic ships. I don't. So I'm not spending on them. All right? Yeah, Shinjo, I don't know. Again, I don't know much about it. I don't know much about it. 9.0, 9.8, I don't know. This one was graded as a 10. Okay? Like Chris said it didn't get any better. 10. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, boom, big. All right. Um, I don't even remember where we were going. What's the next feature on our PJ. list? Go ahead, Jesse. Photon tokens. Photon tokens. Photon tokens. Tokens. Token starts with a T. Token starts with a T. Is that technically a feature that we've ever had? I guess you could argue uh, that the loyalty chests themselves are. Right. But there's a, there's a bit more to it. Not only would they you know, introduce the photon tokens, but they'd also scale the rewards to your level. Oh, that'd be nice. Scale those 30-day chests uh, to actually make them possibly relevant for a G4 player? Sure. So so let's... So I've had a number of conversations on this exact topic. What do you think is relevant to a G4 player? Because I'm not certain that Scopely knows what's relevant to a G4 player. If you know, here's the thing. I'm only a 41, so I'm I'm not even at the point where I think I'm figuring this out. But if I had to guess, I'd say it'd be parts. Me personally, I think it would be parts more than materials, wouldn't it be? I mean, obviously you could do both. You could do both, but I think that parts would be would be the the important piece. I would have to assume. You definitely need both. Okay. That's so, and I don't think I don't think you shouldn't do both. I mean, honestly, I mean, there's a lot of things that are combined: ore and 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 steel, right? Crystal and and uh, dilithium, right? Gas and tritanium. I'm, no, it's crystal and trite. Sorry, I'm getting way mixed up. Just really struggled to get that that pairing out in my head there, <laughs> Bubba. Uh, but yeah, lots of things are paired. Okay, how about how about a a, a G4 loyalty pack that let you choose your specification, like your ship packs. 
right. Do you want? Do you want more? Oh yeah. You know, battleship parts, or do you need more explorer parts? You know. So one of the things, one of the things that I've heard uh, some people suggest is that, oh well, we'll just change it so that it goes from G three to G four, and we're going to have the materials. And we're going to okay, but but I still want the G three materials, right? I mean, I can turn G three materials into G four parts fairly efficiently. Yep. So please don't take away the G three materials. Just add G4 stuff to it. Bubba, how would you feel if they got rid of the G3 but added parts and G4 materials? See, now, well, I, I, don't you guys – I mean, Bubba, you talk about scrapping all the time. Don't you guys still need a, a relatively reliable source of G3 income? Yes. Absolutely. Definitely. Yes. As a matter of fact, let me point this out. And, again, not, not trying to be level 50-centric. All right. Let's talk about it from a level 34 perspective or a level 30 perspective. I, I had the most interesting conversation, very short, very brief. It, it, it was mainly he made a comment, and then I kind of responded, and he was like, oh, yeah, it's garbage, and I, I didn't go into it. Let me just ask you a quick question. Handy, as a level 50, do you still scrap envoys or G2 ships? I do not. Really. What about you, Bubba? Uh, yes. I thought you said you did. Soggy, you're yep. 49. Yeah. Do you still but have a need? Uh, Do you still have a need for G2 material? Yeah, actually, I you know, this past week I was highly debating building a bunch of envoys and scrapping them. The reason so, that I bring this oh, up, hang, hang on one second, Bob. The reason okay. I bring this up because there was a comment that was made um by Gosh, it was probably, I mean, it was in the 40s, probably 44, 45, 46. He was miffed that his monthly pack still had G2. Now, I'm thinking to myself, I still need G2. Like, I mean, again, I'm only a 41. Like, I don't even think 41 is considered 40s economy anymore. To be perfectly honest with you, I have not felt what everybody has been telling me I was going to feel for a long time. But I haven't built a 42 ship, Bubba. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's the break point for me. When I build a 42 ship, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel the hurt. But as a 41, I have not felt the hurt yet that everyone told me I was going to feel. Everything is a little bit more expensive. Yes, my buildings are more expensive. But, you know, I go to do a building somehow. I don't know how, but somehow the stuff is there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's there. So, so for the longest time, uh, at, at probably from 40 until really 49, I was never short of G4 materials, ever. Not once. Um, now, I didn't build an uncommon ship, and I still recommend that anyone who's going down this path not build a G4 uncommon ship. Uh, but it, it, I never was want for G4 materials. Parts, yes. Steel, dilithium, titanium, yes. Never once in my entire advancement did I need G4 materials. So I get very nervous when people say, upgrade my boxes and give me G4 materials. Now, I do need G4 now because I've got epic ships, I've got rare ships. But, uh, but I, you know, that I still need G3 because G3 turns into G4 parts, whereas I don't expect that Scopely is just going to give me G4 parts. So... Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, I gotta agree with you, Bubba Joe. So you don't you don't think that the parts should come in the loyalty packs? Is that what you're saying? 
oh, I'd love for them to come in the loyalty packs. I think that like active nanoprobe scopely holds them far too tightly and is not going to give them to us in a free to play uh, environment. Okay. Right. I mean, I'd love to be wrong. I really would love to be wrong. Well, I just, I'm not expecting it. You know, I, I that's why I kind of said what I said about transporter patterns. It's not that I'm going to tell Scopely what I think should be valued. It should be monetized. But at the same time, you know, there are things that I understand have more value in the game. The monthly pack that this 40-something player was talking about was that it still had G2. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, like, that seems like it is cutting off your nose to spite your face. But that's kind of what I wanted to ask are the 40s level players still scrapping because i am but again I'm, I'm a baby 40 so i don't know if it counts all right no but also if like i don't i, I mean i don't agree with baba joe that you don't need materials because i definitely am hurting for mats uh since 45 but uh but you're scrapping the big ships anyway 26 to 28 you don't have time to scrap the onwards if i had a choice i would but the scrapyard is always full okay so, let's explore a previous feature known as second something. Second researcher, second builder. Could there, in fact, be <laughs> other seconds introduced into this game? Second repair dock, second ship tier, second scrapper. And Pew says, would- yeah, if it's free, I wouldn't count on that. Although it would be nice if there was a grinder's path. And and again, you know what? I say this. I said when Second Builder came out that it was a pay-only pack. It was essentially a prime. All right? And that it should not be free at that point in time. And I maintain that. There is a premium access, period. But how long? Bubba Joe, how long should Second Builder remain paywalled? I would argue that between that and Second Researcher, it's the lesser of the two. So when did Second Builder come out? That was, was that February? No, maybe January? I don't remember. Has it been a year? Was it in August? No, no. I don't think it it was. No. I think it was this year. Either way, let's say it was January. Eight months later, should there now be a grindable path? Somehow. And you know what? Here's the thing with this mechanic. Scopely painted themselves into a corner because there's no particles. There's no research. You just bought a token. So from the perspective of grinding, I guess, well, I guess you could do it. You could introduce two currencies. You'd have to do two currencies to make it work, though. No, I guess you could do it with one. Well, yeah, you could. You could do it with one and then do a converter. Yeah. Yeah, missions, event rewards, uh, cosmic cleanup. You could do it with one new currency, but it'd have to be grindable. And I do expect and I do would, I would predict that it should take months if you choose to focus on it. You know, for example, let's say 100 shards of currency X is what it's going to cost to get a second builder token by redemption in an event store or a cosmic cleanup. All right, you got to get 100 of these tokens, but you can only earn six a week. Or seven a week. You know what I'm saying? So that should be grindable by now. Second researcher, maybe still in its honeymoon period, Bubba Joe. Because that was what, three months later? Right. So uh, maybe two, two or three months later, yeah. Maybe approaching 
the end of its honeymoon period, but actually do them both at the same time. Make it the same currency and then put the convert. Call it, call it a, uh, call it a, I don't know. I have to think about something. Something that plays on words with the word second something. All right. But yeah, give, give it a currency. Just like shipskin shard trackers. Give it a currency, then let you redeem it for what you want. Okay. Yep. I mean, honestly, a second scrapper would change the game completely for anyone. Uh, you know, because G four, you know, uh, scrap in G three level twenty six ships every week, and in the meantime, you can also scrap a bunch of G two ships to help you that build towards amazing. another G three ship to scrap again. Like heck yeah! Oh my god! I, Honestly, I would kiss Scopely for that. <laughs> Hear that, Scopely? Pucker up, baby. All right? Yeah. You, you've, got, you've got a path here to create multiple love children with members of your community. Okay? Hear them. <laughs> Hear them. All right? While we're talking about what's next on this community think tank episode, while we're talking about what ifs and what could be next, what is it that the community wants? Make it work. Or- I want Borg. I want Borg. Done something oh. with Borg. Let's talk about what? the Borg. Let's talk about the Borg, Handy. Something tell good me, with Borg. Tell me, tell me what you want with the Borg. The Borg have arguably been their own feature. The Mega Cube was a feature. Oh, my God, look at the time. we got to take a break. How long have we been on? All right, I tell you what. Listen, we got to take a very quick break. It's been an hour and a half. Baba Joe, you're supposed to help me. Keep me on. Send me, you got to do like <laughs> Snake Eyes and say TikTok MFR. That's what you're supposed well, to wait do. a second. Wait a second. <laughs> I'm the one who wanted to bribe you to do a, like a four-hour show. You're lo- you want to talk to BK who wanted I to bribe you to do a one-hour show. I can't do a four-hour show today. A, I was up until four o'clock playing video games, all right? Oliver gets up at the same time, about 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. Okay? Oliver's up at the same time. So breakfast had to be made, all right? French toast don't cook itself, all right? Secondly, uh, wife wants to go out to dinner tonight. So you got you to... Gotta, Got to wrap up. Got to got to go out, and then I'm gonna come back and probably play video games again tonight. But I can't stay up late. <laughs> I can't stay up late because I got to work tomorrow. I got to go back to work tomorrow, so I, I can't stay up super late. Anyway, listen. Let's take a break. When we come back, Handy, I'm gonna get to you on Borg. What is next, community? What if? Let's walk down the Imagination Highway with uh, Ultimate DJs and Bubba and Handy. V ready, Super Jesse and others here on the stage of Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we'll be back in a second. Don't go anywhere. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from AA, Amnesiacs Anonymous, for people who repeatedly forget where they left their drinks. We now return you to the joy of tweeting with Bob Ross. Right now I'm working on a political argument, as you can see. And we got a lot of trolls over here, so tell you what, we're going to make a happy little... Middle finger emoji. Gonna color that nice bright yellow so it's easy for everyone to see. Just like that. Look at that. All right. And now we've got some name calling on the left and right here. So I'm gonna make a big fluffy gif of a monkey throwing poop right about there. There he is, little monkey. Right there. And as you can see, folks, you got a man typing in all caps right there. And that's why we're gonna make a round mute button right about there. See that there? Just a nice round mute button. Just like that. Okay, next we're going to add a big happy block button right about there. 
So you never have to hear from these hateful fools again. Just like that. Big, happy block button. Yeah. There we go. the way, don't you think? This was worth the wait. Yeah. Alright everybody, come on. Bubba Joe, if you're not singing along, you're fired. Here we go. What? Jay Bird says he's never heard this song before. Background singers in the back. You're like, beep, beep. Oh, how have you not heard of this song? Goodness. Did, did this song get me too It might have. Hell, I don't know. Jay Berg, how old, are, how old are you? Short says, if you're under the age of 30, I could see why. Now, see, I don't forgive that. I believe Bubba Joe. I believe that, that lovers of music should love all generations of music. Like, if you really, like, you're a music fan, like, you know the 80s, you know the 70s. And Jay Berg says, there you go. See, that's the thing. I'm not I'm not a big music guy. There you go. All right. Oh. You want one more time? I don't know. We're running out of time. It's a great song, though. All right, fine. You twisted my arm, be ready. Here we go. Billy Ocean. <laughs> All right, yes. Get out of my dreams. Get into my car. Uh, thank you, Billy Ocean, from the album Tear Down These Walls. Great, great album, actually. Uh, Bubba Joe, come on. You can't tell me that you weren't, like, tapping your toe there a little bit. Right? You had to. Sure, tapping my toe. Absolutely. Oh, wasn't singing along. <laughs> wasn't singing along. Everybody singing along. Full-on toe tap. There might have been even, like, a little hip wiggle or something going on there. Hey, um, okay, listen, I want to come back. Uh, there was a question. We had a question for Ask the Pod. This is from Ghostmaker. He says, listen, maybe I've missed out on something. Are you guys recommending that I build, max, and scrap some of the G3 ships I have tons of BPs for? Ghostmaker, no, actually. There's a caveat to that. And maybe why this is a part of a feature... Bubba Joe, that needs to be looked at because right now you can do it with G2 ships, right? But still mm-hmm. to this day, there is absolutely no benefit to maxing or scrapping the G3 commons, like the non-faction ships. What we're talking about are your Kiras, your Vaklases, and your Kumaris. All right? Now, 
I want to have a little bit of a shick, a, a stick, <laughs> little bit of a stick shaking contest, Bubba Joe. Let's check everybody's grinding status. Let's take a look at everybody's grinding status. I would just like to show off there that I do, in fact, have enough blueprints, ladies and gentlemen, to build <laughs> 172 Kiras. All right. <laughs> 100. I'm not kidding, by the way. That I is, believe you. That's 172 Kiras. Uh, Divine says I'm a lightweight. Uh, let's, okay, Black uh, Lee says, I've got 5,020 Kira shards. Uh, I got 6,853. It, it only takes 40 to build a Kira. All right. Oh, my God, Jay Berg! Jay Berg for the win! Jay Berg for the win! Look at that right there! Oh, my God! <laughs> wow! Look at Jay Berg's screenshot. Look at this, Bubba Joe. 13,270 three Kira BPs. He can build 331 Kiras. Scopely, what's wrong with this picture? Okay. You want to talk about a feature that is still important, but you left out a huge hole in the middle. You left out a huge hole in the middle. Now, let's talk about this uh, handy as to why they didn't do the G3 uncommons to begin with here's why the g3 uh sorry the g3 commons weren't done to begin with because they still take inordinate amounts of g3 common now not by today's standards mind you all right but they still take a lot of g3 material as a matter of fact let's take a look at stfc.space and let's take a look at akira and what it would cost complete max all right all the way all right Tier one through nine, a complete max of this ship. God, do you remember when it was hard to max this ship, Bubba Joe? I mean, seriously. Do you remember when this ship was a challenge to upgrade? Ladies and gentlemen, sure. it takes only 410 G3 uncommon gas and 39 rare gas to max that ship. <laughs> you can do that in like two swarm Sundays. I'm kidding. Not, but, but close. Okay. 410 uncommon G3 gas. Now, Handy, this is why they didn't do it. Okay. Because you're putting in G3, but the G3 commons were too early. They were too early in the stage of progression to be giving out G4 materials. So they said, listen, we don't necessarily want to do that because it's too early for us to be able to give out G4s. So, yeah, but why not? Why not make it give G three just more of it? More, you got better. it. That's exactly what I said. If I got to put four hundred and ten gas into it, all right. The scrap time. Where's the scrap time? I'm looking. Bum bum bum. Scrapyard. Scrapyard uh, is only required. Scrapyard twenty six. Let's say we're gonna go forty five. Scrap time is four and a half days. All right. So. What do you think? So by the time, four and a half days, by the way, by the time you apply your research, you're probably at what? Three days? Two and a half to three days? Anybody sound about right-ish? Two and a half, three days. What is a decent return for tying up the scrapyard for two or three days? I'm thinking myself a profit of two to three hundred G3 Uncommon. Now, that may be too much. 
Scopely may think I'm crazy. But yes, fine. If you don't want to let those give G4 materials at level 26, I get that. But how about it be a mechanic that is for everybody and allow it to give players a return on investment? Because by the way, when you scrap it, all right, you can tell the, the system what it's going to give back as far as materials and resources and so forth. All right, you don't have to give everything back. You know what? It's going to cost 120 million Tritanium, not to mention all the ship XP it's going to take to get a, uh, that thing maxed out. You can have it return, or even now, it only returns 12 million Tritanium. So, Bubba Joe, is it worth 108 million Tritanium? Of course, that's before research, so let's say 40 million or 50 million Tritanium. Is it worth 50 million Tritanium to exchange for 200 G3 Uncommon Gas? I kind of feel like that's a conversion that players should potentially take seriously. Or they could also do uncommon or uh, common or star materials just a very limited amount because they're free to play struggle with with that you could throw them a bone well and uh, listen obviously it would be more difficult for a level 30 player to max out ships when it takes g3 but that, that kind of comes back to your point, Handy. This doesn't have to be a G3 to G4 converter. It could be an additional way to source G3 and use a... But, on the other hand, here's what they're going to say, right? Handy, they're going to say, well, we're already sourcing G3 by allowing you to scrap G2. So what do they prefer? Do they want you building and maxing Kiras, or do they want you building and maxing Turuses? The argument can come in, which is, hey, you know what? <laughs> Every day I'm still hitting ships that give me freaking Kira BPs. But crazy enough, finally, finally, I am above the level that is sourcing oh. me Fendra BPs. Yeah, I don't get any two-star ship blueprints. Captain and... Planet, you got it. How about G2 parts farming? I gave it up. I spend latinum, and it's horrendously expensive. Horrendously expensive. How about giving me an alliance store pack that lets me buy G2 parts? So for the player who says, man, all this G2 material in my pack, I'm here to tell you, you're missing out on a pretty large mechanic with the G2. But that got me thinking, Bubba. Got me thinking. What do we do about this middle segment of G3 Commons? Because Scopely has ignored them for three years. Well, I mean, w <laughs> why are they still dropping from level 50 systems? I mean, that's the big thing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe they always planned on coming back and letting you build them. But crazy, crazy concept. We forgot to come back to it. Seems like something you know, that happens all too often. I I would say two to three hundred, or two hundred to three hundred uncommon G three extra on top of what you spent for you know building up the Kira and the Voklis and Pomari. That would be a fair thing to not only free to play, but you know a lot of the whales who just gave up on buying packs because they got tired of it. Um, well, but, you know, for the G4 players, 
you guys would arguably – I mean, it, what, what would you do if you had to choose? If you had to choose between G3 Common that increased your G3 supply or G3 factions that increased your G4 supply, what would you do? And see, that that's a thing. It as, as Big Country would say if he were here, it gives players a choice. Bubba Joe, you would actually now be able – you would have a path towards actually increasing your G3 supply if you needed it. And what G3 player doesn't need more uncommon? I mean, think about this. If you kept yourself a bank, like we were just talking, well, you know, like, like transporter patterns, if you keep yourself a bank, like if you're going and you're going to build a Akira, all right, you know it's going to cost three... It's uh, no, hang on. It's going to cost, you know it's going to cost 410 uncommon gas. Now, arguably, for some players, free-to-play or spender alike, that's not a ton for you to have to come up with, but it is certainly more than you can earn in a weekend or a week even in this game. So keep yourself a little bit of a bank, all right? Like, like 410 is what it's going to cost. If you got 650 back, don't spend 650. Spend the profit, keep your investment in there, earning more G3 for the next three days. See what I'm saying? Scopely, this is an easy mechanic to come back and pick up that will help with the economy. It will help with progression. You are wanting players to hit level 40. True or false, Scopely? Help them out. Help them out with a little bit of G3 progression. And as far as the G4 players, this is arguably, potentially, Bubba, one of those features that can be for everybody. Like, we talk about this feature's not for the whales, or this feature's not for the free-to-play, right? But this feature could be for everybody. Bubba, you need G3. Yep. Handy, you need G3. Yep. This could be for everybody. Guess what? Karkin, at level 32, needs G3. Chronic Break, at Ops 26, needs G3. From level 20 to level 50, you need G3. Joker says at level 27, I don't need G3. Here to tell you, maybe you have a healthy supply today. Your day will come, sir. <laughs> okay. Your day will come. I promise. I bet you. Oh, my God. Can anybody, can anybody, you know what, Dekix, you're here. You are the only person who can answer this question. Dekix, you're the only one who can answer this question. Can you tell me how much G3 you have actually spent in the game to date and you're the only one who could do it because you keep binders you keep all the notebooks handy if i had to ask you what's your guess as to the amount of g3 you spent i don't i, I don't even know if i, I could. don't i don't think i could guess there's just no way Seventy-five thousand. i i have no idea dragon it's keeper, a lot dragon keeper that. says yeah. 270,000. Raxnar says 100 easy. Captain Planet says, I think it's closer to 500. All right. <clears throat> yeah, it would be closer to 500 because you, I mean, just imagine like we are, I must have scrapped about 30 ships and each take about 5,000, 8,000. So just imagine that. God. 
All right, Yusuke uh, says 500,000 plus. Sounds about accurate. Okay. I mean, whew. all right. I don't care what you think, Scopely, about G4 or even G5 or even G20. Right now in the game, G3 is still where it's at as far as need for the entire community. You want a feature that can satisfy everybody? Let's revisit scrapping. That's a simple one. That's a simple one. And as old as the game itself almost. Scrapping's been around almost two years. That's a great feature to come back and revisit. I don't know where the T is in any of that. <laughs> we, we can find one. <laughs> All right, we can find one. What about Borg? Where's the T in there? Let's talk know. about Borg. Let's talk about the yeah. Borg. Locutus. Locutus. <laughs> see? T. All right. Locutus. I've been trying to think T, but I just I, I can't find it. But I do know that something needs to be done with um, with active nanoprobes. Something needs to be done with. Well, we're still waiting on official communication. Server. We're still waiting the on official communication. Server. Let's let's pretend, Handy. Let's pretend yeah. for a second that what we just got with Borg becomes a monthly event. All right, and I'm not saying that it is. Okay, I'm not because uh, they they haven't told me. I have continually every time I get a chance to ask them, I say, "Hey guys, are you ready to to call this for what it is?" Because I'm here to tell you, the longer you go without telling people that it's coming back, the longer you are the villain. Okay, the longer you threw a one-off event that didn't work, that, that now proves that you don't know how to handle the Borg. I mean, not that we needed any more proof. You're 0 for 3 on one of the best pieces of content ever to hit this game. Ever to hit the Star Trek property. Ever to come into contact with Captain Picard and Captain Janeway. And all the rest of the Star Trek properties that recognized a good thing and involved the Borg somehow in their movies and their TV shows and in their book writing and in their comic drawing. The Borg are one of the most successfully brilliant villains in all of Star Trek. I would argue that they may only potentially be trumped by Q. I mean, real quick, Gregor, welcome to the stage. Handy, Jesse, anybody, be ready. Name a villain more loved. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Name a villain more loved than the Borg or Q. There isn't. I challenge nope, can't you. I think one. Jayberg so, says yeah, love or love to hate. I don't care. I don't so... care. I mean, <laughs> <Dukat>. <laughs> hey, Rumpel, you say Q is a villain? Q is a protagonist, okay, at the very least. He may not be like a true out villain, but he was he was the 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 opposite side of the aisle in more than one episode. He was who what? we were we were kinda maybe not, you know, pew pew shooting fighting against, but we were in fact fighting against him in many ways. <laughs> JB says, what about Thanos? How did Captain Picard handle Thanos? Good question. We will find out one day, I'm sure. 
All right. Scopely owns both Marvel and Star Trek properties. Don't cross it off your list yet. <laughs> okay. We, we are going to see a Borgified Thanos one day. You mark my words. Uh, I'll cross over. <laughs> that's right. It can happen. All right. But then another thing, too, is there's also you've got the Vidar and just grinding for that stuff in general. You've got a level 33 system that you've got an entire server trying to use one freaking system to grind in. Mm. And then they put out events forcing everybody into that system at the same time. And it's just completely ridiculous. Yeah, we talked about that. Listen, that event pointed out so many problems that the community has grown into. We didn't used to have a problem with crowding in the Swarm 35 system. We did. And for and a year we a year did, and, uh, for a year we struggled with it. And then, you know, uh, Franklin A was introduced. For God's sake, Scopely, please don't make us wait on a Vidar A. We can't wait a year if you want to run these kinds of events. All right. As a matter of fact, there was a great suggestion. I don't remember who, who had it. I'm so sorry because I would love to read your name. He was like, listen, who hits Borg 23 anymore? Does anybody, anybody hit Borg 23 anymore? Let's look at the map. Let's, uh, why can't, why is my zoom not? There we go. Okay. Zoom. Here we go. Uh, I go into that system, DJ. Why do you go into that system? I'd be very curious to hear it. Looking for um, the bugs. Oh, okay. Well, you could still find you could still find Latinum Antiques if it was another thirty three system. Let, let's look here. All right, maybe maybe I lied. Oh no, yeah, no, that's uh, that's not it. So Borg goes down to twenty five, maybe not twenty three. All right, goes down to twenty five. I think is what I'm seeing here. How many people actually hit Borg twenty fives? Now you know what? Uh, hold on, hold on. Whale problems, right? Right, handy. <laughs> I gotta I gotta remember players who are joining the game today who are grinding out their Vidar, they may still need those 25 systems, right? Hey, Scopely, are there enough players? And listen, I may be wrong on this. If Scopely comes out and says, hey, listen, crazy enough, we've got 47,000 players, all right? Uh, Let me rephrase. We've got 400 players per server who don't even have a Vidar yet. Okay, fine. I believe in data. They want to come at me with data? Fine, I believe it. Do you think that those 400 players per server need three different level 25 systems. Let's give them one. Hell, give them two. Let's give them two and take one of them and make it another 33. Okay? Completely agree. All right. Now, let's take a look at the Borg. Oh, wait, there is Borg 24 systems down here. Have I never flown in there? I have. I have. I've got undiscovered systems on my map, Bubba Joe. I've never flown in to Peric, Mira, or Foreign. Those appear to be 24-level systems. Fine. Keep two, convert one. Oh, those are mining? That's why I haven't been able to get in there. Okay, fine. Hey, look here. We've got two level 26 systems, two level 27 systems. Keep one, change one. Okay, you've got... A two, you got two 28 level systems. You got A29, A30, A31, A32, and A33. Fine, 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 fine. Take one of the 28s and flip it. That would now give you 
That would now give you uh, three 33s, three 32s, two 31s, and then one each from 30 down. They could also do probably pretty easily do a level 34 and a level 35 system. Well, you could. Let's take let's take all those systems that I say axe. The 128, uh, the 227s, the 226s, and the 225s. How many is that? That's seven systems. Seven systems so, that you've got that you can actually tinker with, Scopely. Do you want to create a higher Borg system? Now, there is a problem with that, though. The same problem that we have right now, players would go up. Players would hit up into the 34 or the 35 because we can. You see what I'm saying? We would. There's also the, the engineering part of this, all right, which is creating new hostels. In my opinion, it would be much faster just to flip a couple of these early systems to some of the later systems. The hostels are already created. All you got to do from an engineering standpoint is just go in and just change the daggone hostel. All right? Take hostel 33 and embed it into Rota Alpha. So I think there's another flaw with uh, new level hostels is what are we going to do, right? I mean, I don't have the skin, and I can already max out with Ston my Vidar, right, on the 33s. And it does not take that long. So what is the purpose of having harder hostiles? So you can do a little bit faster? I mean, we're capped out by the Vidar now. Well, I mean, come on. Isn't the answer clear? It may be relatively. (laughs) Isn't the answer clear to that one? Is is the Vidar (laughs) A? Vidar A, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's an obvious answer. Go ahead, Handy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, buddy. Go ahead. No, it's okay. It, It could be quicker, though, even how it sits right now. And then, of course, the Vidar A, yeah. But, well, I mean, it's just, okay, so we've been hitting these same hostels, you know, like for me, since almost day one, I've been hitting the same freaking system every day, and it's just horrible. We're done with it. Nobody wants to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, I, you know, I, I mean, I, it, it is, it is, I guess, a little boring, um, maybe. Or, or, I, 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 I don't, yeah, I have completely different solution okay make the um uh the away team for the borg make it show up every single day what for the active probes yeah okay for the for the inactive and then active crit right yeah but you still want charged right and don't forget don't forget you got players you got players like pew who says listen i do it listen i may not love it but i'm with fire pew on this one I do it because there's multiple things in that Borg store I need. Like I need, yeah. Even right. if, even if they made the assignment available every day, handy, I would still do Borg because if the assignment was presented, it can give me more. And since I need exponentially more, I would take every opportunity to max it out. Jayberg says oh, oh, Borg are boring, but oh, I do them religiously because I need the stuff. You know, I need I the stuff. That. I get that. Yeah, the faction well, credits. I would not stop doing it just because I'm getting the faction credits. Yeah, faction credits, well, independent credits, active nanoprobes. I, listen, I know it's not the most economical thing, but I'm buying reputation with it. I know that that's insane. I do. Trust me. I know it's not economical, but, but here's my thinking on it. All right? Bubba, I have recently crossed over the threshold of glorified with Romulan Rep. 
I literally cannot do my dailies. <laughs> okay? Like the, the top big daily, I have to do it in Romulan Capital City. Or, or sorry, uh, Klingon Capital City. I, I, guys, I now have to hit 25 Capital City traders a day. Because I don't have the warp range to get where the hostels are that I need to hit. I have, I am the epitome. I tell everyone, be careful about your objectives, right? I say that to people all the time. Be sure you're ready to, to move up before you do. All right. Now, hang on. Uh, K21 is what I'm going to call you. because I, I, No, I don't want to tank it back down. Here's why I'm buying rep so that I can get it done faster. And yes, I know, it's a drop in the bucket, right, V-Ready? I can buy 100,000 ROM rep a day, but you know what? In 10 days, it's a million. And I only need 481 million to go. I'm drawing probably 5 to 6 to 7 million a day from dailies and grind. You know what? I'll take a free million. I'll take it. Well, it's not the most efficient for Romulan. It's not, okay? You still get better ROM rep. Yes, it is. No, it still is. Ripper and I, Ripper and I, when 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 we were building, uh, I say we, when he was building stsc.space and we were incorporating reputation into it, there are better systems for Romulan rep than Tygo Core. There is, it's a fact, plain and simple. Okay, there is. Yeah, they're like warp one eighty. No, no, right here, like right now. Okay, hang on, you guys are going to make me tell you. That's all right. Ask the pod. Let's do it. No, but. DJs, you have to take into account how long it takes you to fly between ships and the population of the hostels in the system you're grinding in. Well, yeah, but Tygo Core Core is always slammed. I mean, Tygo Core is always busy. You know, like that's that's not... You can camp a spawn or whatever, and the the hostels never stop coming, whereas a lot of other systems might be empty, and you got to fly for 45 seconds. All right, so let's look at the system called Tygo Core. Tygo Core is a Klingon system. That's what we're looking at, and we are looking Wait, specifically. Can I just say one thing though? Yes, Scott. It's a hundred eight k rep. So basically, if you have a decent amount of rep research done, that's like six hostiles. You shouldn't be wasting. Where your are you getting a hundred thousand rep out of six hostiles? Be ready. I yeah, get 20, I get twenty four thousand in Tygo Core. Yeah, 20, 22 to 24,000. Fed like rep. 40. Fed rep. Yep. Yeah. Fed rep. Okay, I'm not grinding fed. Even if you get 15,000, that's eight hostiles. That's still better than wasting your... I'm not... Your oh, my God. Listen. Listen with, with, with ears. I am not grinding fed. Okay? I'm grinding ROM. And it's... I mean, it's exponentially less, V-Ready. Exponentially less. Let's look at Tygo Core. I can't even get. Why is this thing not working? Warp, uh, reset filters. Well, it's it's around like 4k ROM rep uh, in Tiger Core, and in Vega, it's closer to just under 4k, and that's one of the better systems you can. All farm right, Romulan rep. Here we go. The, the ROM rep is exactly half of Fed rep in Tiger Core. All right, exactly right. In in Tiger Core, your base value. Is thirty one twenty. That is Romulan rep out of a thirty eight hostile in Tiger Core. A thirty nine will draw you thirty five hundred, and a level forty will draw you four thousand flat. Okay, 
4,000 flat. Now, I am going to compare base values because obviously my research and all that stuff, it's going to impact everything the same anyway. Everything the same. So if I'm getting, if I'm getting a, a boost on Tygo Core, I'm getting the same boost in a Fed system, okay? So 4,000 is as good as I can hope for in Rom, uh, Romulan reputation. Um, now, in Romulan, I can get on a level 40 system, a uh, level 40 hostile, rather, in Belarus or Lakeside, either one, I can get 4,200 ROM. Okay? Facts, people. Facts. Yeah, but the spawn D rate. DJ. I'm the only one there! I'm the no, only also, one DJ, there! That's, one more thing. that's precisely one more thing. the it's point. The, it's the whole thing. Thing. It's not anymore. <laughs> one at a time, guys. Tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, okay, hold on. The first thing is that you're mixing um, explorers with survey ships in Valeris. So you're getting half that rep on half your ships and that rep on half your ships. Whereas Tycho Gore is all, is survey all surveys. Ships. Okay, fair point. So I, I do four, I do usually only hit. To... Yeah, I usually yeah, only but... hit there. Now you're right, housekeeping yeah, he's yeah. got another thing. He's got another piece that, that makes absolute sense. The Tiger Core chests are bomb diggity. Right? The the Tiger Core chests, yep. amazing. Okay, very good. Robotech has got another one. Absolutely. Level 41s in Groombridge can also do it. Um, but those are those actually hit a lot harder. I mean, you could totally do it. All right. How about another one? Lakeside. Lakeside, everybody. And Lakeside, um, that one's a little bit tougher because it's actually got three ship types in there. It does explorers, interceptors, and surveys. So you are chasing a little bit more. Agreed. In Lakeside. Belarus is just explorers and it actually it says that they've got interceptors in that system too according to stfc.space so try, try this crap try this. The wrong button spend 10 minutes in taiga core spend 10 minutes in whatever other system you could do multiple of them and record how much rep you gained during that time oh, and then get back to us so and tell us crowded and tell us you know what? I might, I might even concede. <laughs> I might even concede that, that per hostel, so, yeah. it might be better. But, I mean, okay, right now, here, I'm going to go take a picture of Tiger Core right now. I have, I'm not even looking. I haven't even – I haven't looked. Nobody's listening. Nobody listens to this show. It's a terrible show. All right, let's see. <laughs> let's see how busy Tiger Core is right now. All it's right. A salesman. Don't forget that, guys. Are you Okay. Okay, sounded like Oliver just fell down the stairs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine blues in Tago Core Wait, right now. Are they all moving? Um, looks like most of them are. I see one potentially idle, maybe two idols, and somebody else just flew in. Who just flew in? A level forty-five who just brought in two ships. Yo, what's up, JB? All right, see, now he's trying to pad the numbers. He is actually listening. JB is flying in just to pad the numbers over here in Tiger Core. We've got one miner, but I didn't count him. All right. Oh, and you know what? Listen, I really appreciate you, JB. JB's actually flying in to kill the blues. Uh, looks like he's actually taking out all the blues. Are you coming in to, to thin the herds for me, JB? <laughs> he's coming in to kill the blues for me. Thank you. I'll just call JB anytime I want to go grind rep. Uh, listen, maybe you're right. Okay. 
I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to spread no misinformation. I'm just saying that it is usually really, really busy. I typically like to go where it's a little bit quieter. All right. And I do. And I do. Okay. But maybe I can do better. And that's actually why I was saying I buy the reputation. I'm trying to go faster because it, at this point now, I have to do capital city traders. So, so the more that I, I can get, the faster that I can get, the sooner I can be done with that. I mean, honest to goodness, let's, let's look at the math here. I believe. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suffer. Where's the next crossover? 740 million, I believe. 740. 740 million. I'm going to slow way down because I will no longer be able to do my big daily at all. It requires a level 50 hostile. No, 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 no. It requires 50 only at a billion. Oh, okay. So I can get to a billion? I can get to a billion and still hit both dailies? Okay. Then look here. 481 million divided by, let's say I'm doing 7 million a day. Guys, I'm two months away from a billion. No lie. 68 days. But the 100K is so less for you to waste your charge nanoprobes on is what was my point. Well, you know what? Every 10 days, it's another million. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason I'm looking. I'm just trying to knock it out. Although I I really, honest to God, thought, I really, honest to God, thought at 740, I would lose my big daily. You're saying I don't, so maybe I could actually save that. I was just doing that to try to get to a billion faster. No, you I thought I was going to lose my big daily. It becomes 49.48 at 7.40. It's 47.48 for you now. That's great news. Ask the pod, everybody. That is great news. Because <laughs> I thought I was going to lose my 49 hostile. Uh, I thought Capital City was not going to work. So there you go. So I can grind Capital City traders all the way to a billion. Exactly. Well, then I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And you know what? Yeah, I'll start saving those charged and start picking up some extra faction credits. Thank you, V-Ready, exactly. for educating <laughs> this furry feline on a show here today. Thank you. Uh, Clyde says, whale problems. No, I got to tell you. I got to be honest with you, man. I see augers of level 38 and 39 and 40 every day. You want to talk about a system that is crowded. It ain't Tygo Core. It's the it's capital, capital city. It's the capital cities. And since that whole thing is broken anyway... How about we take a look at that, Scopely? How about a past feature that is ship acquisition within the capital cities? Let's take a look at that. All right? I don't honestly know what you do about it because, I mean, if you if you truly make it what it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be the most heavily defended, most fortified system on the entire planet. We were not supposed to go in there and farm. That was never intended. The capital city systems were built without Pike, Moreau, and Chen taken into account. Please don't give them more ideas to... I'm not saying that they should. I'm just saying it should be better. It should be fixable. That should be a system. It's in lower independence, or it's in lower faction space. Players should be able to play there. Period. You know, they could add more quote-unquote capital systems, but not actually call them a capital system. You could. You could do it like a hub. Create three yeah. or four system offshoots, all right, yeah. that, that, are, that are neighboring, that are protected, that fortify the capital city. Sure. Why not? And guess what? In those systems, right, Falk, 
in those systems, they could be regular 49s. Or how about, huh, crazy, regular 48s, 47s, 46s, 45s, and all the way down. How about a 40 through 50 system in independent space? Hit them if you can. Don't if you can't. They'd still drop Vaclises, though. <laughs> probably. probably. You know? I, I literally have 14,741 kira bp i mean it's insane oh wow you win then you actually beat there was the record was thirteen thousand a minute ago you got 15 you're the winner congratulations v ready grinder champion can we find a better grinder than v ready at fifteen thousand kira bps all right i'll tell you what i'm not going to give it to v ready because i like to troll him if somebody can prove to me better than fifteen thousand kira bps i'll grant you 500 g4 uncommon parts but not be right. <laughs> I am gonna try and find one more than there. me, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Think I I, I want to see more than more than V ready. What did you say you had? Give me the number, V ready. Fourteen thousand seven hundred. Fifteen thousand. What did you say? No, fourteen thousand seven hundred and forty-one. All right. Is anybody surprised that Dekix, our free-to-play forty-four, has got you trumped right there? Dekix wins. Dekix. 500 G4 Uncommon for you, buddy. I don't even care. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. All right? And you know what? I, You know what? I'm pleased to give it to you, Dekix. I am pleased to give it to you because, you know what? I feel like that G4 is going to mean more to you than it would a lot of other players as a true free-to-play. Absolutely. Send me a PM. I ain't going to forget you. All right? 500 G4 for you. See, that's how, that's how loose and willy-nilly we are here today. All right, uh, let's, we got time. Let's do one more feature. One more feature that needs a revisit, Bubba Joe. All right, uh, something. Jesse, this was your idea. This was your show today. You're driving it. Um, one more feature that we need to see Scopely take a look at and fix pronto. Stat. PVP targeting. PVP targeting. And, tell, me, tell me more. And, and the warp, the random teleportation of your ship whenever you have somebody targeted. <laughs> that's just a plain out bug, man. <laughs> that's just a that's yeah. that's just a plain out glitch. Right, that's not well, even a feature. Uh, re- another one another guy mentioned in chat uh refinery. <sighs> refinery. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Ref- you know, but- sure the refinery can pay more. I get that, you know. I, I think it's really clear that Scopely's version of ramping up the economy, which, by the way, let's not, let's not forget, Scopely has totally done. Maybe not to our 100% satisfaction, but there is no arguing that the data – crap, sorry, I read your, your message, OBG, sorry – that the, uh, the, ref, the economy is different today than it was even three months ago, six months ago, or 12. There's no doubt, okay? Scopely's doing yep. it. May not be exactly the way we want, may not be as fast as we want, but they're doing it. They do it through activity, though. It's extremely clear to me that every passing month, the refineries, stay, they're stagnant. They are stagnant, all right? But Scopely is increasing the economy through events. Now, does, do, do the refineries themselves need a tweak? Sure, I'm not going to oppose that. Um, but I, w- I would fear... If they did do that, what would they do to our events? And, and we've talked about yeah. event rewards. All right. If they've got a pace of progression when it comes to economy, 
if we saw a significant change in the refinery, I do kind of feel like events would suffer. And I don't want that to happen. I don't want well, it to happen. Well, you, you, you brought up what we should be talking about. Let's talk about the events. Let's talk about Latin Monday. Let's talk about Call to War. Let's, let's talk about those events. And, 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 you know, how do we, you know, is it just a matter of multiplying them all by some factor? Or is there something different that we can do that we would want to see with those types of events? You know, so here's the thing. I'm going to keep this simple for a minute and then we'll get ready to wrap up. Uh, when I had the meeting with, with the people that I met with regarding the staple events is what I referred to, uh, Faction Hunt was my number one priority, and it was a simple thing, a very simple thing. Multiply all point hostiles by four. All right? and, and by the way, real simple reason for this, Bubba Joe, I think I may have even said it on the air. A normal event target engagement for Scopely is what? 50 to 60 to 70 hostiles, typically, that is what they consider normal. In a typical event, that is what they generally write around. 50 to 60 to 70 at the most. That is what they typically kind of center around when writing an event for us. Okay? Divine says Faction Hunt is 100 per event. It's actually 300 plus for all three factions. Now, you know what? Crazy enough, Bubba. I do, you know what? I do have this question. I have this question of the community, and I would like like a real answer. Like, everybody, somebody tally this up. Because Scopely posed a question of me this past week, Bubba Joe, and I was flabbergasted at their claim. Here was the question. Do players really do all three factions, or do they focus on the faction in which they are focused like 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 grinding in on now my response my response was one of dumbfoundedness and confusion well of course Every they do them all all three if they can. of course they do them all no they focus no you th- hold on who said that who said, who said that hang on who said that i i said that handy do you do one faction hunt uh, when I'm being lazy, yes, but most people do them all, but I think a lot of people get lazy, don't want to do it and just focus and they don't want to mess their rep up. So they just focus on one and skip the rest. So, I'll, I'll give you another perspective, DJ. I will only grind one faction hunt. Okay. That makes sense. So, so for the ticketed events, not that I did any of them either. I just saved the tickets. Uh, but for the when they offered them for free this last month, I only did one grind. I'm not grinding 300 plus hostiles. Like I just don't have the time or the patience to do that. I'm with you. But I complain the, about when it. When they do regular faction hunt, I do all three because I'm upgrading ships in all three factions, and that's how I choose to do them. Um, but I won't grind all three. Like that's a ridiculous number of hostiles. Right. Which leads me. So so this conversation is, I, I maybe this person There's has somebody. Maybe this person hasn't somebody, looked at the data. Go, go, go ahead, Handy. I was just going to say, if you're somebody that can build the ships and do that every single faction hunt, that's great. I can't. Oh, yeah, 50s, I, can, I can't do that. For level 50s, that's great and all. But for the rest of the population, the majority, they can't do that. So they have to go out and grind it. Well, if they have the time that day or the two days or whatever it is, great. But most people just don't have it. Well, they don't oh, have the time we, to do it. 
we had this conversation in another Discord with a bunch of higher levels or whatnot, and I I, I proved them wrong because a lot of them won't, didn't believe me that I finished all three factions in less than thirty minutes. Done it before too, so, it, so it didn't take me thirty minutes. I I'll tell you why I actually timed it today. Now, granted, I was also chatting, I was also show prepping, I was also you know playing a different game. Uh, I was doing a couple of things, but I told Snake Eyes, I, I, I crazy enough, I chose the show time today because I wanted to do my faction hunt like I told you I did the last faction hunt with an XP exocomp. So that's what I did. I activated an XP exocomp today, and it was one hour, and I finished all three faction hunts, but my my exocomp had just run out. It probably took me an hour and 10 to an hour and 15 minutes, but I also wasn't 100% keyed in. I wasn't, right. I, you know, I wasn't like, you know, bleh, I wasn't like, you know, tunnel vision on, on, the, on the screen. By the way, just as a side note, you remember how I showed you guys I got my Mayflower to 35, and I think the Legionary got to like 33. Today, I didn't have a 500% exocomp. I only had a 100% exocomp, but I still used it um, and still picked up a couple of levels, which was nice. Mayflower got to 38. Legionary got to 35, and that was a 100% exocomp for one hour. And, of course, there's warp. You know, you probably lose 12 to 14 minutes of warp because I didn't disco. Uh, so call it 48 minutes of actual grinding and still picked up some reps. So, yeah, yeah, so confident. I'm still, still a believer. But uh, nonetheless, uh, yes, I did, I did faction hunt today in a, in a scotch over an hour. Um, I hit 36s and 37s and 35s, so I'm not damaging a lot of reputation, okay? Um, my ships are sufficiently powered. Even the Mayflower is strong enough to hit 35s, 36s, and 37s without dying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I made it through the entire 1,260 points of my faction hunt or whatever it is without dying by using three ships. I used a Mayflower, a Lego, and I took my Enterprise today because I'm done leveling the Jelly, and then I just didn't want to spend the trite. I'm, I'm actually very, very poor resources-wise. My generator is running on Dill. I've got one million uh, Dill. So I'm very, very poor right now. That's uh, maybe 1220. Sorry, DJ girl. I thought it was 1260. Either way, I, I didn't die. All right, so I'm just grinding XP, did it. And you're right. There is a way to do it quickly. There is. But I would argue, I'm an example. You did it in 35 minutes. It took me 75 minutes because I was slightly distracted. And I think we have to expect that. You can do it in 30, 35, 40 minutes if you are laser focused. Quick thumbs, tap, 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 and you're not ever tapping because what is it? Ship dock, locate, click a hostile, attack. Ship dock, locate, click a hostile, attack. And that, by the way, is faster than scrolling on the map. All right, instead of swiping on the map to find your next ship, it is ship dock, locate, hostile, attack. Ship dock, locate, hostile, attack, and that doesn't stop. For 120 to 130 hostiles per faction. I mean, listen, by the time you do that with three ships, okay, by the time you do it on your third ship, your first ship is out of, is out of attack. So it never stops. 
I used to be able to keep it going with five ships. I, I only do it with three. You could, obviously, if you can do it. But by the time I get to the third one, the first one's out of battle. So I'm not stopping. So, I'm, so let's think how crazy this is for a second. Four clicks per kill. My average kill at 10 points. I need 122 hostiles if I don't, if I don't hit a nine-pointer on accident, a 35, because 35s are nine, right? 36s and 37s are 10. So that's why I say let's do it 130 hostiles. 130 times four button clicks is 520 constant, consistent, in a row, back-to-back clicks with no break. This is why I complain about the grind. It's not that I don't want to hit 100 hostiles. I mean, yeah, it sucks. Okay, but it's so boring it's so boring, and, and it's not even interesting. There's not a mechanic of avoiding a blue ship, or there's not a mechanic of attacking this guy, or there's not a mechanic of, 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 of anything other than click, 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 520 times per faction, by the way, times three factions. Scopely, you're asking me to touch my screen 1,560 times back two back two back two back it never ends 1560 is insane so i i completely agree dj and my bigger problem and evidently i'm the only person that this happens to is after doing that for about six or seven hostels all of my ships are in battle and will be in battle for about three minutes unless i close the program and restart and then i'll have login problems it won't connect me back (laughs) well And no, like the game is, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy that there are people that are able to do this in 10 minutes or whatever. <laughs> I, I have zero. I don't think anybody says that. 10. I don't know if it's nobody says 10. Or... And by the way, listen, I get, sh- I get stuck ships too. So then I have to interrupt my button clicking to move another ship. Now, Bubba, I know I've probably shared this with you and I don't know, maybe your issue is slightly different. I will get a ship stuck. But when that happens, if I just impulse, if I just move any of the other ships, it frees up my first one. So I've never had it where all three simultaneously get locked up. I've had one locked up, and then I move another ship, and, it, and it'll unlock. But it still interrupts my flow, all right? And why my suggestion to Scopely was simple. Take all points, multiply them by four, all right? Now, instead of 120, now, hang on. Now, instead of 120 hostiles, all right, I can hit roughly 30 per faction. And still, 90 hostiles for engagement is typically more than Scopely typically plans on. They typically plan 50 to 60, like I said earlier, sometimes 40, sometimes 70. 90 would still be more. Hey, DJ. Go ahead. One thing to consider, too, is most players do not field three ships, four ships, whatever, five ships. They field one, maybe two, maybe and they're always mining with their other ships. Mm-hmm. And they're distracted mm-hmm. and all these other things. Mm-hmm. And Preach it's it. not taking them 30. It's taking them two and a half hours to do it. Damn straight. Which is how I was, which is exactly how I was until V-Ready explained the mechanic. And even now, I use that mechanic, and it's still too much. But well, surprisingly, and, and a, a high-level player, sorry, V-Ready, a high-level player, 
uh, has a multiple ships that they can throw whatever crew on and they can be hitting the lower 39, 39 lower hostiles because that's where the points cut off. Whereas a player who's in their 30s, right, they're having to use Pike Moreau Chen just to, just to cl- clear a number of hostiles, right? Which means they can maybe put Picard, Beverly, and someone else, assuming they've unlocked either one of those, which is all not necessarily a guarantee, and then they might have two grinding crews, right? So I get it that, you know, higher level players have the ability to do, uh, have, have this ability for this event that they can do it much, much faster. But I agree with you. It's such a grind for lower level players. And, and yes, their, their thresholds are a little bit lower, but it's still a grind. It is a grind. It's a I massive know. grind. And, and so let me, let me drive, let me focus in because I got to get ready to go. The, the question that came to me, from Scopely, and this is why I asked a little bit earlier, and, and Scopely, feel free to come and check this chat room because I am overwhelmingly seeing. And again, maybe, maybe players who spend five hours a week listening to a radio show about a video game, maybe they are dedicated. Maybe they are the super nerds. Maybe they are the grindiest of grinders. But I'm here to tell you, even they do all three factions. The, the, the conversation that I had was, how many players do you really think do all three factions? My gut reaction, V-Ready, was all of them. Like, who would not? Who, who would do well, anything I, other? I do <laughs> so what is the real, what was the response they gave you that flabbergasted you? They were surprised. They Damn. thought... They thought, and and I'm not I'm not alluding I'm not alluding that they looked at data. This was just an impromptu, okay. casual conversation. Right. It wasn't a conversation built around metrics. It wasn't a conversation built around data or engagement processes or anything like that. They didn't go and say, okay, only forty percent of players actually do all three. That conversation did not happen. Although I would be very curious now, based on their sentiment, that it feels like. Yeah, I'm sure they can check Venkman. It just that wasn't the topic of that meeting. It just came up. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was just it was just casual conversation between me and a buddy. Um, so yeah, I'm sure he can. Even if he could, I promise you, I guarantee they will not allow me. Even if he tells me, they are not going to allow me to share that with you. Okay, I, I seriously doubt. I'll ask. Sure, but I but they don't typically like me doing a lot of you know sharing a lot of data. They. They have let me share data. Obviously, they have, but that's usually when it approves a point they want to make. <laughs> now, much love, Scopely, okay? Much love. But if you actually pulled the metrics on how many players complete all three faction hunts, I kind of think it would have to be high. I kind of think it would have to be high. Maybe it is. Maybe it's I, not. Any- player any active player who actually plays this game is going to finish it even if they they okay they might cry about it they might they might uh, say that it's too much of a grind but every single person who actually plays this actively for a few hours a day will finish it maybe maybe again guys listen i, I know you're 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 yelling about out of touch and you you call him BS Pew on they don't know the data. I, I'm telling you, the one person. Got to remember, there's like hundreds of people that work on this video game, okay? Hundreds. So I had a conversation with one person off the record, off the clock, and we were just, as a matter of fact, I tell you when, when the conversation happened, I was chatting with him. He was having sushi and beer, 
all right? And we were chatting a little bit about it. He says, yo, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, ah, oh, my thumbs hurt. My thumbs hurt because it's day three of a faction hunt. This was last week. Day three of a faction hunt where I've had to kill 340 hostiles. Like, my battle log is completely full. All 300 lines are hostiles, and I'm not done. Okay? And I'm not done. And he's like, really? Why do you do all three? What? What? <laughs> Why, why do I do all three? <laughs> why do I do all three? What? Okay. Now, you know, he was like, gosh, I, I've never really thought about it like that. He said, obviously, I know that the, that the choice is there. He said, but I figured that people would would not do the ones that hurt the reputation. And, as Handy just said, Handy just said it. There are players that won't. Bubba Joe just said it. There are players that won't. Or they'll do it through, through you know, building ships. But, I mean, that's obviously really, that's kind of a spender's mechanic, truthfully. Okay? It's certainly not a free-to-play mechanic. All right? Divine says rep-wise, they kind of cancel each other out, which is true and not true at the same time. Some of you guys probably have not built evenly when it comes to notoriety and, and reputation. Like, you know, I use a Romulan ship, for example, you know, or, or you know, I got to be careful. If I take the Enterprise out, I'm actually hurting my ROM more by using my Enterprise, for example, versus using a Legionary, Okay. Because some ships actually, I mean, there's researches, guys. There's researches that actually improve your gain, rep, and loss by using certain ships. Exactly. Okay, so well, you, you got to be a little bit careful, a little bit careful if, if you are grinding rep. Okay? You got to be careful. DJ Gur says, how are you hurting your ROM rep using an Enterprise? Um... If I'm using an Enterprise to hit Romulan hostiles, then it will drop my ROM rep more than if I'm using an Augur. Is that, do I have that right? It's a complicated mechanic. There's yeah. a, yes. So let me, let me find the research that does that. Blokemon says, are you certain it increases the loss? Yes, it increases the yeah. loss or gain, folks. No, sorry. Legionary will actually make you lose more, dude. Yes. If you're going... Yes. You got to be yeah. careful about the ships that you're using because it increases plus or minus, folks. A plus or minus. Actually, yeah, that's that. That's actually correct. Uh, if you use a, a Romulan ship on the Romulan, you'll lose more. Okay, so I said I said it backwards. Yeah. 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 So okay, so Are not not federation, not using the Enterprise on ROMs. If I'm using my Augur on ROMs, okay, I had it I had it backwards. But yeah, sorry, sorry, Vankman, sorry, DJ Gur, you guys are right. It's not using the Federation. It's not using the Enterprise on ROMs. It's using the Augur on ROMs. I had it backwards in my head. All right, but yes, using my Augur to do faction uh, hunt is actually going to hurt my reputation more than I would be picking up elsewhere. Yes, a deal. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. We we need to wrap it all up. But but bottom line is, they the, the the individual, not based on data, just his gut reaction is the same thing that some players have said. Maybe he's a player like Handy, 
or Bubba Joe that says, hey, I'm not going to do the others because it's going to hurt my reputation. All right. What he failed to consider is that there are players who just desperately need those rewards. Desperately need that rep. Or not the rep, but the the, the XP. The, The recruit tokens. Those rewards are valuable. So... So what we got to do here, this was my, my pitch, just, just reduce the grind. Multiply the points by four. 30 hostiles per faction, you're done. And if you do only one faction, then you're still done faster. There's no lose here. You got more time to do something else in the game on a faction hunt Sunday where you also got to kill mycelium hostiles and you also got to do swarm Sunday. Oh, and by the way, you're also endlessly grinding mud matas. All right? I know it was just how it stacked up. I'm not going to give them grief on their calendar choices today because the biggest thing I've complained about for the last week is I've been bored to tears. So I was glad to actually have something to do today. I was glad to have something more to do today, to be honest. I know it was a lot. Obviously, their balance could be a little bit better, but hell with it. All right? I was glad to have something to do in the game. All right? But... Faction Hunt is never going to be my number one pick. Never. Ever. All right. I love the rewards, but the event is god-awful. Guys, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, and, and my goodness, long show today. But fun. This has been fun. Scopely, lots of good ideas here. This is what the community is focused in on. This is what needs to have a good, solid look at over the next 90 days. There has not been... A horrible idea yet. Most of them have been pretty solid. Some have been a, bit, a little questionable. <laughs> okay? But, but there's some good stuff here. Take this show and put it on your roadmap for the first quarter of 22. Every idea in this show should be implemented by March 31st, 2022. I challenge you. This, these things, which, by the way, your community is intelligent. We know that you're a business. We know you're going to monetize. We know you got to make your money. We know that without it, you're not here producing a game we love. We get that. We totally understand it. And if you can balance that with, with some solid free-to-play mechanics and balance that with the, with the low spend and improve the experience for all by implementing some of these ideas which are much needed, in this game. I'm telling you, you take these ideas and you implement them. Our perspective, tell me just true or false, Bubba, 10 seconds. Our perspective of this game, is it grossly better or is it still, man, F-scopely? If they, if they implement these improvements, it is grossly better. Grossly there better. So, there are so many things that if they just did little tweaks, the, the enjoyment we get from the game goes up, I believe, exponentially. I agree. And, and I don't think that there's been a ton of controversy in here. The most controversial thing we talked about was, was territory capture. And crazy enough, shocking, it's, it's PvP versus PvE. That conversation will never go away. Will never go away. But there's ways that you can prove it for all. And there's been some very, very well-balanced ideas presented here today. Please, take a handful of them, throw them up on the wall, and let's Get busy. All right? I got a couple of people that would be willing to consult for you for 
minor stipends of G4 Uncommon, which honestly is like crazy cheaper than you're going to get in the industry anyway. <laughs> right, Bubba Joe? You'd be perfectly willing to consult for, you know, I don't know, a couple, couple thousand G4 Uncommon, I'd say. Uh, I mean, to be honest, <laughs> I wouldn't even need that. I mean, I want to see the game being thrive and survive. You're being, I'm serious. being serious. I was joking. <laughs> okay, well, but, but okay, but you know, people would say, "Oh, he's getting paid for." It's like I don't even care about that. Player, there are players here. And this, I, I mean, I, I know you got to go. There are players in the community, very smart, very intelligent, very in in tune with the game that would be happy to just help make it better. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. All right. Final break time. When we come back, uh, we'll wrap up. I'll give you a hint, and we'll bolt. All right? Like, I'm going to come back from break and go straight into the closing credits. My wife is PMing me furiously. <laughs> uh, we're going to be right back. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek. Today on Ask the Pod, which didn't end up being anything at all what I intended, today just kind of became a wish list. What can we do? Scopely, what's on our minds? How can you make us happy? And I think it's been a phenomenal, phenomenal forward-thinking show. You guys are the best. We're going to wrap it up right after this. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a moment. Oh, come on for the love of Pete! This program is made possible in part by a grant from VO4 Shampoo. The shampoo that's lots cheaper than VO5 because we left out the soap. It's the Nirvana tribute that's got audiences suing. Introducing Smells, Smells like, like Teen, teen Bankruptcy. The baby on the cover of the Nevermind album is all grown up and desperate for cash. He's suing the band. Polly wants a payday. Think I'll get a lawyer first. Smells like teen bankruptcy. Coming soon to a courtroom near you. Someone's gotta pay. Mm-hmm. Send my way. Toes to deep. 
Welcome in, everybody. Love it. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. You know what? I love it, Bubba Joe. Here's the answer to your question. During the break, Bubba Joe says, so here's my question. How did we let DJs go two and a half hours plus, and nobody has asked the first question about the next arc? This was the Ask Anything show, Bubba. It was. Indeed, this was the Ask Anything. You, you can, I mean, if I can answer, ask whatever you want to ask, and, and people wanted to talk about how to make the game better. You know what? That gives me a lot of warm and fuzzies about you, community. Coming together for the betterment of the entire game. I love it. Putting away your own selfish desires for information. You know what? I bet you guys would be happy. I bet you guys would be thrilled if we continued a conversation and just scrapped the hints, right? Just let the hints go, Bubba. <laughs> no. Everyone's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about all that. We might be a little bit more selfish. Uh, Riot says Yusuke. Don't you dare, says Zoomer. Okay, all right, fine. All the warm and fuzzies have now gone. York says, you've stepped over a line, sir. Too far, he says. <laughs> you guys are fantastic. What? Whatever we don't get in the next arc, we'll just get in arc six or seven. Yeah, that's right. Listen, whatever doesn't come next, don't worry. They've got plans for all 13 arcs, okay? You don't have to worry about it. Improvements <laughs> are planned for, for all 13, so you guys don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, I'm totally – I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They're – there's actually 17, but they didn't want me to tell you yet. Okay, so don't, don't, don't shoot the messenger. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Look, Captain Planet's eyes twitching over there, Bubba Joe. All right, very quickly, let's wrap up. Uh, just, just two or three minutes. I've got a couple of players on the stage. Battle Droid, welcome to the stage. Uh, Battle Droid, just kind of wrap up. All right, I'm going to give you like 60 seconds. Uh, with, with all the conversation we've had, you raised your hand. I brought you to the stage. What would you like to say as we get ready to wrap up our, our dream big episode here today? Battle Droid, welcome to Talking Trek. And there we go. That's how we close the show. Solid, solid. Thank you. Uh, Battle just Droid. Just like how we started. That's right. We're, we're, we're just circling full circle around, okay? <laughs> full circle. Uh, well said. <laughs> appreciate appreciate that. Very well spoken. Uh, the UPS man is on our stage. The UPS man from Server 32. Uh, go ahead and, and give you a chance to wrap up. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> Screen orientation. Because uh, he is talking. He's actually talking. See, Battle Droid wasn't talking. There was no circles. Uh, UPS Man is talking. I got no audio. Um, no? I got a big gripe. UPS Man is not muted. Hey, UPS Man, you might need to hop out and hop back in. Be careful with your screen orientation. Discord blows chunks. Battle Droid, uh, go ahead and come back up to the stage. Be careful to hold your phone completely vertical um, because Discord orientation, screen orientation matters, I guess. So, Battle Droid, come on back up, and we'll... Uh, We'll uh, try to get your uh, your comments in. Captain Mark, go ahead uh, very, very quickly. Uh, Captain Mark, welcome to the stage, and we'll give you a few seconds to wrap up. I had a big gripe from from the, the minute that uh, the, the Franklin A was introduced. Okay. And that's that they call it the Franklin A instead of having... <laughs> the registry number uh, it, it just, dash it, A. It, yes. Exactly. <laughs> that's bugging the crap out of me. Yes, Scopely, just from a narrative the Enterprise perspective. Enterprise is the Enterprise, and it's NCC-1701-A, not Enterprise-A. So, uh, you know, again... It breaks my mind. 
okay, graphically speaking, on the whole, all that, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But we still call it the Enterprise D. Okay, so we can call it the Franklin A. However, graphically, okay, fine, graphically, we need to get the registry number right. And and if I'm not mistaken, hang on, I'm going to take a look real quick because I thought I might be wrong on this, but I actually thought that they did have it right. Let me check. Nope, you're absolutely right. It's wrong. It's NX. Yeah, NX-326, and then USS Franklin-A. So, again, for some of your hardcore nerds out there, okay, move the dash A to the registry number, please. Leave the USS Franklin on the hood. That's fine. We got a nice little hood ornament there. But it should be NX-326-A. It's a simple fix, and it'll make us all happy. All right, there you go. The Frank A is a refit, not a new ship with the same name. Uh, you know, for the purposes of the narrative of this game, it's not actually a refit. It is a new ship, all right? Just like, I mean, it might have been a refit in the dockyards, but, I mean, that was just like the Enterprises. They never, I don't think, aside from the times that she actually blew up, they they never, well, maybe I'm wrong. Did they ever actually refit the Enterprise and change her, her registry letter, or was that only upon total destruction? I'm pretty sure they did. Shinjo says yes. Divine says yes. I thought so. They came in, they retrofitted the ship, gutted her from stem to stern, and made her uh, the the Enterprise A. Um, no, it was when they, when they went from the show, when they went from the TV show to the movies, they had a refit, and it's just called it was just called the Enterprise, and it was the same registry too. Um, so, so that was a refit, okay. Around. Yeah, it was a refit, and then when they destroyed the Enterprise in uh, number four in uh, the uh, voyage home, um, when they blew it up, then they brought it back, and and there was two different uh, stories as to how that came about. One said it was a new ship that they created and and made the Enterprise A, and another another storyline said that it was another ship that they it was another Constitution class ship that was a refit. You know what? You or may it was be right. A, a newer class. They just renamed Enterprise with the A. So whether you you know, thank you. Which Drat says the Discovery for. got a refit and now it's an A. That's true. It's true. It's canon too now. <laughs> All right. Yes, Captain yeah, Oblivious. This is an extremely important issue. All right. And and you know what? I'm not I'm not poking fun. I'm not poking fun. As a matter of fact, let me let me give you some backstory just for 10 seconds. Captain Mark is is the graphics guru behind Talking Trek. He creates everything that you see, okay? I mean, if you see a, a graphic, if you see a logo, he is a that's that's the point. He's a visual guy. He's a visual guy. As a matter of fact, weren't you the one that showed me the screenshot of the fortunate? And by the way, now yeah. with the PC version, folks, with the PC version, you can actually now see that the fortunate is actually mislabeled in the game. Look at this screenshot I just put in the chat. That is from the fortunate. Now that you've got a PC version that you can blow up to Kingdom Come, you can look and see that the fortunate was never supposed to be the fortunate. It is, in fact, the rover. That is from the game. Okay? A deal on the topic of artwork. Snake Eyes, just give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I don't think that this is, I don't think that this is super, super secret. Like, I don't think it's game breaking. Yay or nay? Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes. 
Come on. Just, just, okay, fine. I'll do it without you. I'm just going to, I'm just going to answer the question. I have been told that Worf's artwork will be fixed in the next arc. There you go. Oh, that's your, God. that's thank your hint. Goodness. That's your hint, everybody. Oh, wrong button. Crap. See, there you go. That's your hint. Zoomer says it's a terrible hint. All right, I, I'm kidding. Was, that's that's not the hint. I was going to say, if we're talking about you know what we're going to redo some of the ships, some of the artwork, I'm like, can we give <laughs> Worf another foot and like hundred pounds? <laughs> can, can we give Worf another three inches? Like, let's give him calves. Let's give him right. the, the section of the leg between the ankle and the knee because right now he right. doesn't have it. Uh, yes, <laughs> I don't know if I was absolutely sub like. It was not cleared for me to to share that with you, but I don't see that being, I don't see that being a big deal. Like that's not a content driven thing. I, I hope it's okay. Yes, Warp's artwork is going to be fixed in the next arc. Thank goodness. Yeah. Bankman says no one cares. Some people do. Some people do. But I care. Other people may care about care. this. Other people may care about this. Let's give you our hints for today. All right, now. I need to be, I'm going to be, let me just throw this out here. Today's a holiday weekend. I might have been a little bit behind on sending the hints for approval, which means I didn't actually get any approval. I'm going to give you the hints today. I would just super appreciate y'all keeping them really, really quiet until like 48 hours from now. Okay, just keep them under your helmet. <laughs> Don't talk about them. Okay. All right, there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time to wrap up. Here are your hints for today. <laughs> and this one does, this one's actually a good one. I feel like they would have approved it if they had read it before the show. Bubba Joe, here we go. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. To which next-gen feature should we go? This one feels like it may be subtle. We always forget is the player's rebuttal. There you go. There's hint number one for today. I'll read it to you one more time. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. to which next-gen features should we go? This one feels like it may be subtle. We always forget is the player's rebuttal. There you go. Wow. All right, that was a good hint. Come on, tell me, Bubba. That was a good hint right there, right? It gave you a I'm little... I'm trying to figure out what the gave players you, forget. It gave you a little bit more, right? A little bit more than last time, but not so much that you absolutely know. All right, some people, JB says, finally, they're going to increase the mining rate of par steel. I'm with you, buddy. It's about damn time, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. Blue Mandalorian but, says, isn't that an old hint? No, it's not. It's actually slightly bit more expansive than the hint you gave last, all right? I'm not going to tell you how. You got to figure it out, all right? You got to figure it out. The last hint was we're visiting an old arc, and this hint, well. An old you, feature. Not an an old, old, sorry, an old feature. feature. You're right, an old feature, Okay. A previous feature, and this one may potentially give you one more nugget about where you look. All right? About you where you look. 
All right. Um, that's right. Players forget in the bubble, Ducat. You figured it out. Daggone it. I got one more for you. And I will even go so far as to tell you, Bubba Joe, that that hint and this hint are unrelated. All right. So now I'm giving you a totally new hint about something else that's coming that we haven't even begun to hint at up to this point. So it doesn't start with the T. I didn't say that. <laughs> well, we have that hint. Okay. And what and my hint number 2 <laughs> is completely <laughs> Listen. Let me say, my hint number 1 and my hint number 2 are clearly related. My hint number 3 is unrelated to my hint number one and two. Ripper's hint could be anything. He could be talking about my hints one and two. He could be talking about my hint number three. And he could be talking about something completely different. Ripper's hints are rippers. I don't even know. What was Rev's hint? I don't even know. I should have talked to him about it. What was Rev's? I don't know. All right. So my hint number three is completely unrelated to my hints number one and two. Ripper's hint is on Ripper. I told you when he read it, I didn't even know what he was talking about. I didn't. All right. I didn't. I had no idea. All right. My hint number two. This one might make you gag a little bit. So many officers this currency has supplied. So many needed. Our brains are fried. But a new officer may present... And her abilities are great, impossible to resent. So many officers this currency has supplied, so many needed. Our brains are fried, but a new officer may present. And her abilities are great, impossible to resent. Oh, that one's easy. Oh, you think that one's easy, do you? All right, I'll give you three minutes to discuss because I got a bolt. Go ahead. Whoever said it was easy. Was that handy? Yeah. All right. They got to be talking about the Borg stuff that I was just complaining about. All right. Handy says they're they're talking about Borg stuff. Talking about Borg stuff. All right. I think it's Gigi. You think it's Gigi? Oh, the Borg Queen. Sorry. Oh, you said BG? We are. No. Be ready. I cannot get behind that. The Borg Queen will never be... Re- no, that's like Gigi. Oh, <laughs> that's like Gregor coming on here and talking about the Toss arc. That will never be acceptable, okay? The the Borg Queen will no, never be doing. called I BG. <laughs> I said Gigi. Okay, I hear you now. I got you. Gigi. All right. Um, ah, Spock the Avenger is guessing Guinan. Uh, Ghostmaker says Guinan isn't an officer. Let me read this again just in case you guys missed it. So many officers uh, this currency has supplied. So many needed, our brains are fried. But a new officer may present, and her abilities are great, impossible to resent. All right? I, I, I know somebody said Guinan, and then somebody said, oh, but Guinan's not an officer. The hint. The bartender. The hint. Uh, she's a character. She's, she could be an officer in the game. She's more I'm important than some of the officers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. I'm talking about a new officer may present. And her abilities are great, 
impossible to resent. Um, I will tell you this, and, and I might be stepping too far. I'm, I'm just going to say this one thing to clarify on that hint. This officer to some players, maybe not all, I would think probably most people, okay, I really would, maybe not everybody, but this new officer carries with it an ability that is better than any other officer of its kind. Uh, uh, let me, no, I don't even want to say of its kind. I want to say like uh, of any other officer that, that is remotely related to this style of ability. This actually, uh, I'm, I'm actually really pleased with, with the ability of this officer. When I got to look at it, I was like, damn. Damn! That's what I said. Damn! It was much more drawn out. It was like a damn kind of damn. All right. There you go. Um, <laughs> no screenshots. Sorry. <laughs> and there you go. Bubba Joe uh, theories. Handy says uh, must be something Borg related. All right. I, uh, so I've heard the Borg and I and I've, I, I think that's where players are going to go because we just had some Borg stuff. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be an independent credit officer. I think that's what it's going to be. There's been a lot of things that have required independent credits. And that would also align with someone like Guinan or someone else, some other independent officer cool. that was important to the show. And so I think it's just an independent officer. Maybe they're going to be linked into TNG, you know, like one of the crew, or maybe they're going to be completely on their own. Who knows? But that's my thought. That's a great theory, yeah, actually. I love that theory. Said, he said that the hints were not related. <clears throat> so if he's talking TNG on the, first, the second hint, then the third is unrelated to TNG. Kinda, right? It have to be. Uh, don't read too much into that. I just meant like the thing that I'm referring to in hint one is not the same as hint two. I didn't mean to imply that that hint number two is not related to TNG content. Okay, it might not be. Okay. It may it may not be. I'm just saying like that's not the intent that I had when driving that that disclaimer. It just meant that I'm talking about two different things that that we will see two pieces of content. Uh, I didn't mean that it wasn't. Yeah, don't read too much into and- that, Handy. Thank you though. Um, <laughs> And the pronouns that you use, the pronoun that you use is is very telling because there have been a lot of very powerful female characters in Star Wars. So this could be really exciting. You're right. Star Wars is full of them. Sorry. Star Trek. <laughs> wow. With that, everybody. With that, we're out. Okay. Uh, welcome and thank you for talking, uh, for joining Talking uh, Star Wars. All right. Talking Wars with DJ. Uh, yeah, with that, we out. We out. All right. Uh, yeah, you know what? Listen, real quick, I'm just going to read a couple of these out. You got Princess Leia. Absolutely a real thing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you got Lawaxana Troy. Very good. How about this one? All right. Yeah, Ganon. That could he. How about Picard's girlfriend, Vash? Remember Vash? You want to talk about women of Star Trek? All right. Don't forget, Lobot is right. There was a female Q in Voyager. Roll Aaron. Uh, telling you, Roll Aaron. That would be great. All right. Tasha Yar, there's Keiko another. Keiko O'Brien. Thank you. Tasha Yar is another. What else you got? The Borg Queen, of course. All right. You got all kinds of women of Star Trek. Dr. Pulaski. Absolutely. Okay. Real, real women of Star Trek. All right. Make it happen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here on this extended version over three hours. Oh, my God. Snake Eyes is going to kill me. But it was a fun listen. And thank you guys for being here on your Sunday evening. My wife is mad pissed. Time to go. Time to go get some dinner. 
Bubba Joe, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you. Be ready. Andy from Server 34, Level 50 Bro. Thank you. Level 49, Soggy. Arrow, STSC from Server 42. Thank you, Captain Marks, your graphics designer. Thank you so much. You know what happened? Here's what happened, guys. We had a noticeable lack of presence from our moderators tonight. Snake Eyes is working. Stevens Aaron is working. Wicked Witch is, must be doing something. Big Country ain't here. All right. Truckin' Chick is dealing with some personal issues in real life. You guys send thoughts and prayers to her. All right. But nobody was here to keep me on the, on the rails. <laughs> nobody was here to keep me in check tonight. Y'all took advantage. Shame on you. Shame on you. Arian. Arian's here. What happened? Arian, you're supposed to do the TikTok MF thing. All right, TikTok. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that's going to do it. I want to thank everybody for showing up today. Thank you for being here on the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person, inviting you to our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find links to our YouTube channel, getting ever closer to the 5,000 mark. Content coming this week, literally in what, 24, 28, 32, like 32 hours. All right, content is dropping. Y'all set an alarm. Get ready. It's a coming. Also, while you're there, you can join our patron program where you can contribute uh, monetarily to this show, keeping the lights on and showing your support. And I want to thank all of those players right now. Good golly. I, I would love to, to thank you all. And I really should. I should read the entire list. But since I have talked and now there is only 17 seconds left in the music bed, I am just simply going to say thank you all. I appreciate you. You're gold, and you are gold in my heart. Thank you so very much for contributing to Talking Trek. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person, saying meow for now on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Love you, man. <laughs> meow. Meow.